solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter thirty three. The Death Eaters. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. I'm Serafina. And, and this, this is Potter Watch. We're back again with our special guest, Serafina. She's back. Back again. Sarah's back. Like the Gilmore guys, I should be played in by something like Anthony Are you the Trolley. Anthony Trolley of this podcast? Oh, I want to be. Are going to derail us? Uh, not I want to be on as much as Ben, and I want to derail you way more than Ben. Mm-hmm. No, Ben's been on that much. Ben Nabinger? Yeah, oh, I, I thought on... you were making a Gilmore Guys reference. No, I haven't no, no. finished it. I feel like he's been on quite a few times. I think he's, he's been on appearances on the movie equal, episode. I mean, yeah, the you, movie episode. I think you've been on an equal like amount hodgepodge. as him. Yeah. Griffin's really the most. Griffin Griffin's is, been. Um, Griffin is Siri Griff. Griffin is an autumn. Griffin, I keep saying this now that I've been listening to Dax Shepard's podcast, but he's, he's Monica, Monica Padman. Padman. Um, so we are doing chapter 33 today, The Death Eaters, and we've landed on that um, who gets a new hand, and that would be Petty Grew. Petty? Petty! <laughs> Peter Petty. Petty grew a hand. Am I right? Oh! <laughs> I would like us to always refer to Peter as Petty. Yeah. Big D. You know, Petty. Petty P. Big Petty. V. That's Voldemort. I call him Vol... Um, balls. V-Mort. I call him V-Mort in my notes. Because it's too much to write. So I say V-Mort. I called him Big V, I think, most of the time. I, I I, all of these are really like what if destroying you him, me in terms of the context that we ended last chapter oh, on. What about if you call him about Tommy R? Is His that big helpful? P? You mean Big V's big P? Big V's you mean little, little I meant D? little P. I know. Stop. <laughs> little D. Is he my calls his little, He calls his little P Marvel Leo. <laughs> Guys, stop. It actually is painful. Okay. <clears throat> the real quiz question was. Seraph, would you like to tell us what you renamed? Sure. Um, I called it Bertha Backstory and Plot. (laughs) A.K.A. Big V finally gets his monologue. Yeah, seriously. He's been waiting. So, (laughs) in the shower today, I was really, like, thinking about Death Eaters, because I have a note about their name later. So I was like, I'm going to come up with a different name for Death Eaters. (laughs) I don't like that laugh that you're doing. (laughs) Muggle munchers. Ah! <laughs> Molly! Chomp, chomp. Ah! I'm just going to chomp on some muggles real quick. <sighs> what I think is more accurate than death eaters. But okay, oh, muggle no, munchers I sounds like a euphemism for a lesbian. That's what I did because Alex <laughs> and I in has... college renamed all of these like lesbian things. Or not just lesbian, like Vagina pleasure, thing. yeah, yeah, um, things, and so that's what I was kind of like, yes, an homage <laughs> to, but, but like carpet muncher, like muggle right. muncher, sounds like someone that has like a female, uh, they like get a muggle fetish, fetish. They yeah, get often, you know, they kind of do. I mean, yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me. It was going with my like, let's keep it light. No, 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 <laughs> we're keeping it. Light. I mean, mine is light too. What's your Tom's re birthday party? <laughs> Oh. I probably never had a birthday. Party. I know, and he 
seems very excited about this he's one. He's so excited. He's like, people are missing, and I invited them to my party. I regret not writing all of my notes and, like, Voldemort's, like, the hero. And I'm like, he finally got this. Like, guys, he's been waiting for this. He's been waiting so <laughs> long. Mm. You know, it, it's hard. And now he's finally I mean, here. he talked he's about made. his struggles. Like, we can only imagine what he's been through, guys. Honestly, this chapter is so telling all about him and, like, how he sees himself. Like, he's like, I'm the victim. Yeah, well, yeah. he is. And how um, dare this little boy do this child to be seen and not heard. Um, I'm working on a play right now that's about Columbine. And so we have people playing... Like, there are people that are playing the, the shooters. The shooters. Mm-hmm. And we were having, like, a table. We're in, still in table works. So we were having a table discussion about, like, the intense narcissism that comes sometimes with sociopathy and, like, with... It's especially in the way that um, Eric, who is one of the shooters of Columbine, writes his journals. Mm-hmm. It's like a... In the ev- videos. Yeah, it's everything that happens is like a, how dare the world do this to me? To and like we talked about yeah. the situation where he was like, you know, like I... He like stops a car. He's like... He stands in front of a car and he holds the car as if he's going to, like, lift it up and move it. And then his excuse is like, well, I could have done it if, like, you know, my hands weren't oily or if... And it's just, like, this whole, like, the world has, like... Wronged me. Has wronged me and therefore I get to wrong the world mentality that was so intense in this chapter that I was just like, oh god, Voldemort. Yeah, he's he's really hamming it up for everybody right so, now. Oh, it's so like Yeah. So much of that, like, this is my show. Like, my show was stopped in progress the last time by this baby, but it will not be this time. Oh no. I love I yeah. I think we all have the same feelings. I find Voldemort really interesting and I like <laughs> I I know it's like I don't like hearing about this, but it is interesting. It's the same way like my boyfriend's always like really interested in the story of Grindelwald and he's really excited to like learn more about it. He doesn't particularly love the actor playing Grindelwald, but he's willing to watch it to learn more about this character who he thinks is a really deep rich villain. And oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not like Yeah. We that's He's not like Voldemort, yeah, exactly. but I mean like it's the same sort of thing. Like a good villain is like, I kinda do want to hear his monologue, even For though sure. it's kind of a hammy yeah. business. Um well We've danced around it, but what happens in this chapter, ladies? <laughs> okay, do you want me to do my haiku first? Yeah, okay. um, I didn't do a haiku, just for the listeners, but you get to, like, usual now. Okay. <laughs> Trouble finds Harry waiting in the woods, bitter, twisted, just for him. Do you want to tell the listeners what you're wearing? I'm wearing a shirt, a nice, very soft sweatshirt that you can find at your local Target. It's on sale right now. And it says, I don't go looking for trouble. Trouble finds me. I literally did not read your sweatshirt. Oh, we were talking about that. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier. The listeners know in the, how I feel. In our little snack interim. That's hilarious. <laughs> I wore this it sweatshirt. for Molly. I. Oh, I love that. That is, that is some podcast ref. 
yeah, to come it's a deep into cut. this room. It's a deep cut. To not really like a deep dislike. cut to like Harry Potter. It's a deep but cut, it's cut to Molly. To well, it's a deep cut to my heart. It's, it's fine. honestly like before I heard you talking about it on the podcast, I had like seen that maybe in a couple of like fan fiction writers' bios, and I had maybe seen it on like. Like, people will post it on Instagram mm. in, like, fancy lettering or something. Yeah. But I it I never even thought about it. Ever. And then I heard you on the podcast, and I was, like, surprised that you had such a strong reaction to it. So I saw this little puppy at Target. Honestly, good for Target, though. The one They have a lot of stuff. The one Target item... Oh, no, it's not a Target item. The Walmart item I have, oh. the Terry Potter, um, friend of the podcast, Brielle and I bought at the same time and it is not like a quality. No, like, Target quality. has like little baby onesies that are like they yes. great cuts. They're very like, cute. Feel this. It's like very nice. Oh. This was on sale and I'd been eyeing it up full price but when I saw it at like $9 I oh, yeah. needed to get $9 it. $9 Harry Potter merch. Yes. The, my Walmart purchase was $5 which is why yeah. I even it's not great. Brielle you guys and I can like, view it on our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Boop boop. We'll take it. Um, okay. but I don't feel unlucky to be here. I feel very lucky to be here. Do you feel like this is trouble that has found you being here? You guys are my trouble. <laughs> and I, I'm glad that you found me. But we've been <laughs> looking for you a little bit. Yeah, you were like peeping. Did you know that we were trouble when you walked in? <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, we're changing this to a Taylor Swift podcast. Um, Welcome to Swift Watch. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. You and Brielle um, should do that. <laughs> um, Death Eaters Return, Voldemort Axe Monologue, First Clue of Horcrux. Ooh, mm. yes. All right. It's not as poetic, but it, it gets well, to the gets meat to and the potatoes. Point. It's hard to do a haiku about the chapter because it's a lot of information that gets thrown it's at you. so much exposition. I, you can't just, like, boil that down. I almost thought about writing a limerick. For all of this, and then I was like, that's not worth it. I don't really want to write a limerick about killing people in the woods. So I decided not to. Um, I, I'll, I can start us off. Please, okay, go on. Um, I just had a, a question, a cue for you guys and the listeners. How does he get his original, his OG wand back? Like, what is the magic? Because, like, Sirius does the same thing. Like, he gets his original wand after being out of Azkaban. And, like, we know Voldemort has his original wand because it has the phoenix feather in it. So, like, what? <laughs> I have I have a quote that I made up from Voldemort that says, Wormtail, prep my robes with my wand in the pocket for maximum drama. But, like, if we're assuming, like, at the Potter's house, like, he He's, disappears, yeah. like, he wouldn't have been able to, like, pick up his wand like it would have maybe been in the rubble but you would I have a fan theory okay Ooh, great. okay I think Snape gets it why he goes and he cries over Lily's body maybe he gets it at the same I time know, I know he's how... there but why would he take the wand I don't know maybe oh well I, I don't dislike your theory but I'm trying to figure I think that's out, like, the only person that I mean, unless... Do they mention that finding Voldemort's wand at the site is a sign that he's dead? They don't mention ever? his wand at all, ever. No. Where, no. It, where it's it go? a plot. That's what goal. I'm saying. Like, I, I think it must me, be at the house. I Or I'm thinking it, like, kind of, like, 
disappears with him and then like I don't know he brings it that, back. or maybe they're too physical because we watch Harry's wand break and it's unfixable unless he has the elder wand so I feel like this and is- Ron's <clears throat> wand break like I just think okay wait a minute okay hear me out so he Voldemort disappears he doesn't die he turns into the spirit do you think the spirit could hide the wand to be retrieved at a later time? I think it must fly out of his hand. But could it, but that's what I mean. It's like, could Peter have gone back and gotten it somehow and hid it to be retrieved at a later time? I mean, Peter's that's doing that whole th- thing with Sirius, so I don't the know. The only thing I can think of is that it was hidden somewhere and they, he and Wormtail, at some point in this time that he's, all doing all of this stuff, they go and retrieve his wand. I just have so many... There's only so many people that know about the prophecy. I I the just prophecy. think that there could... Yes, like, because Voldemort goes there to confront the prophecy. So there's only so many people that know about the prophecy and therefore know why he would be going to the Potters in the first But they don't need to know why to get his wand. To get his wand is, is regardless. They're not yeah. thinking about the prophecy when they're recovering I'm just thinking, I don't think any of his followers are going to be or like... Wait, anywhere near that site. Right, all, exactly. Yeah. And they, second of all, I don't think any of them are going to be like, oh, the reason... Like when they... I think Voldemort has Wormtail and Snape that know the prophecy, right? And so those are the people that would be like, oh, there's a chance he might die on this mission. But I don't think any of his other followers are like, oh, he's going on a routine thing to, like, this normal yeah. house. Yeah, like, they wouldn't... The great Voldemort gonna isn't gonna die them. here. I yeah. think they might summon it, but I would just... I think it's, like, maybe a tiny plot hole that, like, the ministry or like the orders because they know that he's not like dead dead like there's like clear rumors that like clearly the orders are still looking for him mm-hmm. so like if his wand was at that site like the ministry would have confiscated it yeah. so i think that's maybe just like a minor plot which but, is why i think but, snape would have had to take yeah it. but but the other thing is he's you pissed at see. him huh he's pissed at him he just killed yeah him. so i don't i don't know why but i i it has to be snape like might collect a, a trophy or some sort i don't know it might be like a power oh, thing i have no idea maybe he just keeps it in his house and then they retrieve it from snape i don't i don't so. know i think it's a plot hole and i do think that it's one of those things it's like if you're an author like tracking that magical it's object is not that important yeah. to you fun fan theory it's uh cinderella's fairy godmother just pulls it out of the sky <laughs> just <laughs> bippity boppity dark she returns it <laughs> no like that's, i mean she keeps her wand in thin air and she can pull it out whenever she needs it that's what I'm saying Voldemort does. He like Oh, I thought you were saying oh, that no, 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 the fairy no, godmother retrieves no, 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 no. Voldemort's wand. It's just a similar then... magic. They're using a similar magic. I yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I see. Or maybe, you know, he has a special spell on his wand that if he ever lets go of it, it turns into a snake and burrows into the ground. I could and see then he just has to some... dig around for it. I could see him doing something where it vanishes with him like into like wherever vanished objects go and then he can recall it when he needs to like I could see him preparing for that yeah that's He's very powerful that's like, true I could see him I can see him that's why I was asking who would have known about the prophecy because I can see Voldemort and those people considering the possibility that he dies here well I think he always thinks that that's a possibility right which is why so, it doesn't shock me if he did have like a fail safe like, yeah. when I let go of it for 12 seconds, it disappears. I just think there's something with wizards and, like, being able to get their wand back in the sense, like, if you lose it. Because 
like, like I said, Sirius gets his after Azkaban, and he didn't know he was going, like, he clearly had his wand when he got arrested. Oh, I learned something very cool about Sirius's wand today. If you look at the wand that they have in the movie, but that they also have for replicas of, there's, like, arrows at the bottom of all the runes that he's mm-hmm. carved into it, and mm-hmm. each of the arrows has a slash through it except for one. And the theory that Gary Oldman came up with when they were designing the wand was that you put your hand with the one that doesn't have the slash facing up. And if you were to try and use his wand and you wouldn't be him and you would hold it incorrectly, it wouldn't work. So Mm. he used the runes to direct the magic so only his magical signature and his, like, stance of holding Ooh, it would be correct. That's Isn't fun. that cool? That is I fun. love that Gary Oldman thought about that, honestly. Well, they got that's to what I like kind of design their so own wands. so much wants. prop. Like, yeah. Oh, he's only one of the best actors alive, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no, people give him so much crap in the Harry Potter series. I yeah, I don't, I've never. I don't know why. Whatever. whatever. he's doing the most, and it's working. Um, okay. But yeah, I... It's a little bit of a plot hole. I think it's worth discussing for sure. But yeah, I do think it makes sense, though, that he would have a failsafe like that. The only... I just think, like, we see wands be so... Fallible? Yes. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. I... Yeah, we just watch them break too often. Yeah. Well, not that often. It happens twice for them to be something that, like... What do you mean? Besides Harry's. Ron's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it just seems so... It's still an object. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can say it's magic all you want, but, but it's they also an haven't protected their wands break. at all. Clearly. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're, they're children. Yeah, they haven't uh, done any special and stuff. And I could maybe even see Sirius because he, like, is also very, like, brilliant, brilliant at magic doing something to his wand, too, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, or, like, making a plan for when I escape. I, like, know where it's going to be. Like, he has a trace on it so that he can kind of call it to him. You don't know. Like, you... Adult magic is so cool. You could do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just something I thought about. No, it's... That's a good cue. Yeah. That's a good cue. The next note I have is about the dark mark. Um, I think I had one or two right before that. Um, on. On about... Ahead. Harry's oh this was I this is maybe where you were thinking in your notes earlier last book was like what's triggering Harry's scar but we already we talked about in the last episode I only wrote Harry's scar be hurting dark lord be a working um I that's right around the mark yeah I have a note that's like the first thing Voldemort does is attack Wormtail which is interesting asserting his dominance yeah just like it's a very because we know he's a tiny penis (laughs) But also, no, seriously, but seriously. Yeah, but seriously, spelled with two eyes, it, um, <laughs> it, um, that made you crack up so hard. I've never heard it like My that. My very said scar be times dark to hurt, be a working, got no reaction. <laughs> I laughed at that. I'm kidding. But, um, I think the... That, like, this idea that he's been so dependent on people for so oh, long. Oh, pisses him off so and hard. And he's just, like, I've oh, got to, like... Especially Im- Wormtail, like, the right. weakest person. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, I've got to just... And when it, when the Death Dealers come, he really grinds it in, like, I, this fucking dick You don't get was forgiveness. Was the one who helped me, and you all sat in your mansion sipping your fancy wine. The ones in Azkaban will be rewarded. 
It's like cool, but if like everyone was in Azkaban, you wouldn't be here, bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> like <laughs> Honestly, Wormtail is very sneaky and you know, he's very lucky to be alive. <laughs> he's a little rat. Um uh, we're getting a lot of firsts here. Dark mark. <laughs> oh yeah. I said it's like a brand. Like and then it filling with ink makes me think that it's like grooved. Like if you were to touch it without being able to see that you could feel Yeah, the I thought it outline. I've always imagined it's raised above like the a skin scar. a little bit. Yeah. No, but this made me think of a sunken in, like a brand. Oh, but, but a I brand think of a brand is being raised. It's raised. It actually depends like on scars what over. you put it in. But yeah, it will, it'll scar over and puff up unless it's like a branded symbol that you put on an animal. They'll usually be actually like oh. pressed in. Yes. I assume that he doesn't like their animals. Like they're like. But that's how you do a human. I just think a human. Well, a yeah. human skin doesn't work the same way because yeah. it doesn't have the protectiveness of like a layer Right. Of that's what. That's what I'm saying. I think it must be. I, yeah, I assume it's like a raised scar I guess either way it's but, yeah nasty. no not doesn't feel good probably to get doesn't, it oh doesn't God, feel good no. I feel like to be cold with it doesn't feel good yeah I assume it hurts yeah oh yeah and I imagine like it burns when, they when say you, it burns yeah when yeah. you do it that it's probably like it's not just like his wand like it's like like a probably a weird sword he feels like he would make it really dramatic to get it too so I bet it's I don't know if he would use something as mobile as a sword but well you know what I mean like a but I guess swords can or like a dagger like a little dagger yeah I just feel like it sounds like it must be horrific to get oh it. yeah I just horrific yeah um <laughs> sorry go ahead no, please. No, can't. I Leave said, hanging. how many will be brave enough to return? And then he stares plaintively at the stars, dramatic, like he's been waiting all this time to laugh and do a Game of Thrones-style monologue to a bounding gag child. Nobody wants to hang out with you, Voldemort, and this is why. Well, it's just, he yeah. clearly has prepped this. My note is um, on the heels of that saying, if he had just found theater at an early age, he might have been okay. This the man like needs a stage. Voldemort <laughs> needed the arts, and arts outreach at Hogwarts is it's not there. there. This is why we need the arts at Hogwarts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Harry could have been in art class with Madame Choufil doing all of his Madame therapy Reese. art that he needed to do because he's a traumatized little boy. He, he, needed, he needed a stage. Um, <laughs> the wild I'm at, stage. For I'm at the first for Tommy. I'm at the first monologue. <sighs> okay. I don't know if you guys are there. Well, I have I'm to say, probably my note again there. About Lily. I I kind of laid it out that he says with, he starts with a "Before I kill you, Mister Bond" style speech. Then he's about to do a bad boys roll call, and then he's gonna drop some juicy Bond mots about his family, <laughs> and then he's gonna. Talk about the woods. The woods. Yeah. He is... <sighs> but yeah, I'm, I'm at your It's really good thing. that he talks about his family, though. It's I think good. It's a good part. It's also I mean, it's like, like an elegant way to, like, drop that in It's there. another thing where it's like, boy, you're so blind. Like, you're sitting here amongst your followers who you have convinced 
any bit of non-pure oh, yeah. blood. And then he just weakness, it. And he's like, this is my muggle papa. And you're like, okay. That's what I said. I was like, I'm surprised he... I mean, there, this is and before they it. get there, but yeah, like... Yeah, he says it before they get there. But I'm surprised he's so... It is. I'm just surprised he so openly admits to being like half-blood. And I... I guess then on the tails of it, it's like a weird familiarity between him and Harry. Because, like, right now this monologue's just, like, at Harry. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I guess they did, like, technically meet in Harry's first year. But, like, this is, like, the only time that they've been face-to-face, like, in this capacity, obviously. I think Voldemort is totally the type of person who, when he's alone, imagines speeches with his enemy. You know, like, oh, when you're in the shower yeah. and you have imaginary in arguments. In his car. In his head, Harry is, like, a full figure. And Harry still sees him as a faraway person. But see, I was... So this is very freaky for Harry. I was gonna say, like, the opposite in that I think Harry also has, like, that... Because Harry's been thinking about Voldemort this whole time, too. Not not making speeches at him. Yeah. But definitely, like, has, has been thinking about him and clearly has, like... An idea of him in his head. And did meet him essentially. But Harry met Tom Riddle, which is like weird. This Voldemort doesn't have like, but I I think in both senses they have this like weird familiarity, even though like this is really the first time that they're meeting like flesh and blood. I don't know. It's just interesting. I also think Voldemort needs to make this connection. Like, I think there's a... put a face to it? Well, no, I'm saying I think Voldemort needs to see that the only person that could potentially take him down must be just like him. Like, in a way Mm. that's like... as a self-preservation Yes, like, Harry can't just be this, like, average boy. He must be great in some way. So he is, like... Try he like tries and there are connections there, sure. but he like makes he seems to like the first things he's saying are those connections, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, you like, had your mu- muggle mother and I had my awful muggle father. They were just the same and we are just yeah, the like, same. In order to justify the story that happened where he almost died, he has to create a a narrative in which he kind of respects Harry. Otherwise, his whole sense of self, like, yeah, collapses. It, it, yeah. it collapses like, his narcissism, and that yeah. doesn't work. And no, that's not going to work. Not for Mr. I've got, I'm a sociopath and a psychopath, and I have psychosis. I'm messed up, okay? I need it all. I need the whole house of cards built for me, and if it, even one thing topples over, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's even, it's this whole performance he's Mm -hmm. doing where he needs to show that he can beat Harry in this platform. Like, he could have, um, been reborn and first killed Harry. Like, he could have easily been, like, Avada Kedavra, you know, like, you know, he he can't. It would not have worked in the same way. But But Voldemort thinks it's gonna work. That's why he starts this battle with him at the end. He, like, needs the stage. He needs his people to be there to see he could have done it just like Cedric, and it would have been quick and easy and, like, done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have a note at the very end of the chapter where I say I feel like Scott Eagle, evil from Austin Powers, just being, like, why don't you just kill him already if you're going to make this big deal about it? But he can't because of his narcissism. It has to be grand. It has to be big. And I even wrote a big part of the plan is also minimizing that Hermione or Ron or anybody else could even be there. He's so psyched it worked. And Cedric, he just like, whatever. Like he knows that a part of it is that Harry has like 
friends at school and he has Dumbledore looking out for him and so he's so psyched that the plan worked and Harry is like basically alone and at his mercy. Yeah. He takes it for granted too. I, I know. He he'd be dumb. Harry always <laughs> got people around spirits, whatever. Um, so this is my note about can we spend two minutes talking about the name Death Eaters? Like <laughs> they eat death? Like it sounds scarier when you say it, like, I'll take it, like, the Death Eaters, but if you actually think about it, like, Death Eat, like, Eaters is, like, a silly word. Like, if, like, I think eaters, about this all the time. I think I've the Death Eater name it. is so dumb, but it comes, because I read it so young, Death Eaters has it's such scary. a like, scary word to me. No, Death Eaters and, Dem- I, well, Dementors is a much better Dementors name. Dementors sounds really But crazy. Death Eater is stupid. It is. That's what I mean. That's why I you know come what up it, with Muggle It sounds Munch. like, it sounds <laughs> It sounds like if she had brought that up in the first book and tried to bring it to publishers, like, they would be like, Let's come up eaters. with it. Dementors is a great name. Yeah. yeah. You know what? She should switch them. Yeah. Honestly, you can it still makes more switch sense. them on Twitter, JK. <laughs> it makes more sense, though. <laughs> it does make more sense. Because, because they're, like, demented. Dementors, like, literally eat, eat you. They, yeah. eat, they suck you, your soul yeah. out. Death Eaters don't do shit. Like, well, yeah. they do. But, like, they don't They, they don't, don't conquer death like the way Voldemort's talking about conquering death. Yeah, no, no, no. Which but, I get is why he named yeah, that. Yeah, Voldemort but, does conquer But he doesn't want them to conquer death. He wants to conquer death. Oh, no. Death. I have a big note about the conquering death. Same. And the, I'm, I'm ready to <laughs> yeah, talk about I'm it. Because here's the thing. It doesn't all add up. <laughs> I have a list of inconsistencies. It's yes. a, okay. It's a similar we'll get there. thing we'll get there. We'll get there. with the whole Avada Kedavra thing. Like, Avada Kedavra sounds oh my like God. a... Abracadabra. Abracadabra. And it's not... Like, when I, every time I try to talk to, like, no, a non-Harry Potter believer Oh, about, yeah, it sounds silly. Yes. It sounds like yeah. I'm like, Avada Kedavra. Most things I say, I'm it's like... like well, you know, they were in the pensive, so you have to... <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like, sounds what? Banana. And I'm like, Avada Kedavra, scary. When you... What, Mudblood elicited such an intense response yes, in me. Yes, no. It sounds... Mudblood sounds horrible like Dementors. Yeah, yeah Mudblood's a good one. Mudblood's a good one, but yeah. I'm saying, like, just out of context, yeah. though. Some well, of them, I'm like... Well, Rob has a big... So, um... Rob studied philosophy and stuff, so he actually knows a lot of Latin. Rob is there. He's Rob is my boyfriend. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, Robert. Um, but Avada Kedavra means to make corpse. Mm-hmm. So he makes this joke all the time. He's like, oh, like, it's just a transformation spell. Avadaka vino. Yeah. Avadaka beer. Avadaka root beer. It's transfiguration. Yeah. It's hard not to think about abracadabra, though. But it's just (laughs) Avadaka make it a corpse. (laughs) And he thinks that's very funny. I mean, it is funny. Yeah. I'm at my list of inconsistencies. Well, number one. I've got a little bit to get into. I have the the Death Eaters coming, and, like, that introduction is a very elegant way to set up some main players in the next few books. Yeah. He points out the Lestranges. um, And it's great because he has more of an audience, so it prompts Voldemort to give more information than he might give if it was just Harry. It sets up Mm. some of the Malfoy family trajectory. Like, Malfoy comes in and is like, oh, hey, and he's like, Voldemort says, you're a bitch, get out of my face, you didn't help me, and that sets up that whole family's, like, fall, and, Mm, yeah. yeah. That, like, represents them. And then I have a note about Voldemort seeing Dumbledore as his only worthy rival that I really want to get into, but do you have another note before that, Alex? I say, um, 
I don't know what this note means anymore. Like I said, did these notes very late. Um, people often don't like the thing that enslaves them. I know it's a sassy note in response to something Voldemort says, but I can't remember what he says to elicit that. Hmm. Like it, like uh, about Wormtail. What, wait, what is, like just about him being like worthless and traitors, but you help me and Lord Voldemort rewards his helpers. Something about like. Pettigrew, like, hating his life, but he still did things for Voldemort? No, 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 Okay, no. It was much sassier Is it than about that. Voldemort hating something that enslaved him? I think so. Like, I think he's... Harry? No. Um, about Avery, like, um, you asked for forgiveness. I do not forgive. I do not forget. 13 long years. I went 13 years of repayment. Because that, uh, that's basically where I'm in my notes. So that, oh, that's People, gonna drive me insane. Maybe it's about his dad? He doesn't like that... Heart? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. He's it's about yes. Papa Tommy. Okay. Well, yeah, he's like talking about. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. He's like mad there about his so dad. There's so many things that enslave him. You got to go down the list. His dad was like, he was like, yeah, my dad abandoned my mom and my mm-hmm. family, and it's like, yeah, because your mom raped him, like Voldemort. Yeah. I don't think Voldemort knows that, or is well, refusing she, to believe. He that. says she, be, she put him under a spell. And when he finds out about... He doesn't say that. He says he didn't know she was a witch, and when she told him, he left. Like, in yes. Voldemort's mind, he just thinks, like, oh, she just kept this secret when he told her. Like, yes. he should be That's on his true. knees thanking yeah. God that he was sent a witch. Like, <laughs> That's true. I, but I think my sassy note was thing. in reference to the whole spell thing. No, like, you're right, but I'm just saying he doesn't even associate the yeah. spell thing. Yeah. Whether yeah, no. he doesn't know it or whether he's just like refusing or, to like Or that he's just seeing that as like doesn't that was that's a, a spell thing. and that wore off yeah. and it's not a big deal and then she revealed and like, then it spells shouldn't are be cool. a big deal. Spells are rad. Even love spells, even raping somebody under a love spell, it's fine. Because oh magic is good and muggles are bad. Oh god. It was I just I was like, oh Voldemort. But yeah. It no. is interesting though that he refers to the Death Eaters as family. That was just another I, thing. I will say it's weird, but it is consistent because mm-hmm. even in like the, I guess that's the sixth one when he comes back to Hogwarts and sees Voldemort, or sorry, sees, <laughs> he sees Dumbledore to get the job. Mm-hmm. He kind of refers to them in that way. Yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't say weird. I said interesting. Like it was just like, oh a, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I wasn't even like disagreeing with you, but I, yeah. I think like that's a consistent thing, even yeah. though I do bump on that he would even like see them as family yeah I'm like, Dumbledore kind of talks about that well, well I think he does see them as family but I think Dumbledore's know right family is. yeah he yeah. doesn't like, have a concept version, of yeah. what family really he's is he's like he oh. would not die for that yeah he's like oh slaves are <laughs> they would family, die right? for him. and you're like no well, it's because he doesn't see why his dad would leave. This is a yeah. starting yeah, no, issue. He's having some, yeah, he has a lot of layered stuff. <laughs> he's got some issues. Um, I'm ready to go through some of oh, this Oh, okay. Stuff. I just want to talk Sorry. about everybody thinking Dumbledore is his only worthy rival. And it's only a wishful thing. I wish we got to see more of Dumbledore really dueling with somebody and really, like, kicking some ass. Have you they, heard about the crimes of Grindelwald? No, here's my problem with that. You don't they know do about the it same here. thing. He does a bunch of lab work with like Nick Flamel. I have Nikki Flannel Nightgown written down. Like you mean but, at this point in the book you don't know no, about the other I mean, stuff? 
at this point in the book, Harry doesn't know. And in the fast, in the Fantastic Beast movie, everybody comes to him and says, "You're the only person who could defeat Grindelwald. You're the only person." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I thought that the thing that made him the greatest wizard is when he defeated Grindelwald. I think that people know how powerful he is. Like. But from what? He just went and did the thing with it's Nick, the, in the, and then he went and he worked at the school. In I the seventh one, they even talk about, or the sixth one, seventh one, they talk about Dumbledore getting letters while still at, as a yeah. student, getting letters from, like, the ministry. Like, they recognize his power as a wizard even when he's in school. I like, think, I think it's, like, they Hermione times, up. like, five. But you know, it's like thing. a brightest witch of your age, but, like, like most the, powerful like they man. They recognize but how powerful he is demonstrates her power not only in a school setting but in battle scenarios well that's why i said times five isn't but that's what i mean he goes through school what you can have as much power as you want if you don't have will it doesn't make any sense i'm assuming like this is an assumption and i'm I'm extrapolating that he has showed a certain prowess for like just being able to do amazing magic which is enough to be like you are have the ability to be any other wizard because and I'm he also probably did like dueling club and all that shit yeah I just mean it's never it's it's never stated enough that he has not only the ability to enact great magic but the ability to enact it in a like a battling type scenario they always talk about him being this great duelist but they never say what like what it was, like well, what I, don't I disagree need it with personally. You. I, I need it a lot. I, were gonna, you satisfied in the next? Sorry, were you satisfied in the next book when he duels Voldemort? Because I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just mean at this, this point, point yeah. it's like Voldemort is like, oh, he's so great, and maybe he did stuff in the first Wizarding World War, and maybe that's true. But I feel like it's never discussed enough that I'm like. I see Voldemort the way Harry sees Voldemort, as a teacher and a mentor. And so it's hard to imagine him... You mean Dumbledore? Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) I did it earlier. (laughs) It's hard to imagine. Like, when I'm reading the books, I'm going along and I'm like, he's a teacher and a mentor. And teachers are like coaches. You know, they don't play. So I'm like, okay, but what is his dueling prowess? I will say, in general, for the original series, in the Mm -hmm. very first book, we do know that he has all of those orders of Merlin from defeating um, Grindelwald. It's in his chocolate frog card. But I also... And then I'm also additionally talking about it in... in, And in Crimes of Grindelwald, I don't think people are like, you're the only person that can stop Grindelwald just because of him as a duelist. I think it's what Molly is saying is that I think power is sort of like intelligence where it's like you can tell there's a prodigy child that is, has a genius level IQ. Yeah, I think he's a prodigy. Like, I wouldn't yeah, even compare like, him to Hermione. Like, I think he's like That's why I said times, yeah. but like, you and know, I mean, it's like you can tell that v- somebody has that power. It's like... like you can you, tell that Harry's the chosen one even though they don't like say he's the chosen one like to like the public. Oh yeah, I just mean, but Harry shows it to us. We aren't just told that Harry actually does show it to, to us. To like the mass wizarding world? Eventually. But not when they're saying that he's the chosen one. Like they hear rumors about him and they're like, oh well Harry's like the, it's like murmurs and I think for Dumbledore it's like even more than murmurs. Like they know he's like this prodigy wizard. Like, and that's the impression I get and I get what and you're saying. Like there's he, not concrete But then stuff. when he goes to school... He saves the school two years in a row. 
I don't think that's as, like, right away. I think Harry is a different story because I think he has that whole... I think... Or the boy Because of the boy who lived thing is why I think where... But I think Dumbledore is, is, like, a child prodigy. It's like if a three-year-old woke up and, like, could play... Mozart on the piano, you'd be yeah, like... Yeah, but could they fight with Mozart's notes is my question. It's not, can they play? But, but I think you can, a but wizard prodigy could, could yes, win exactly. it. Well, yeah. and then I wrote, I wrote yeah. on and I said, maybe I only feel that way because Voldemort is much more of a show-off in that sense. And he makes a bio-capable silver hand right now. And maybe... Like, you just can because, tangibly. Yeah, because of my, like, Slytherin-ness, I'm like, well, if you don't show that you're the best, show how, the receipts, how could bitch. I possibly know <laughs> that you're the best? And maybe that's just myself and the way that I feel about myself. But I also think Dumbledore like if, gets talked about a lot like he's the best. And I think Dumbledore knows he's the best. He, like, has the attitude of a child prodigy. I think what Serafina is saying, like, we don't get any textual evidence other I than J.K. Rowling's word. And yeah. I take J.K. Rowling's word as, oh, like, yeah. I, I feel like that's enough for me in this point in the series. I just mean, I wish that... I guess. And yeah. I, you'll never get this because he dies before there's a whole lot of, like, war stuff. I wish that we got to see, and probably in the next... Fantastic Beast movie we will get to see. Him in action. Him in action. I feel like a lot of his stuff is a little bit more behind the scenes in these books. He's what is shown master. and not told. But in the He's fifth one we master. do watch him duel and it's scary. But when and you then, first start talking about this was before. Yeah, yeah. and in but the like, sixth up one to this point. we watch right before we watch him do Incredible Magic again in the sixth one. I, uh, but I, I agree with you he ultimately, Alex, but I see endurance. what Serafina's saying about, mean, like, you're yeah. being told and not shown it up yes. until this point. And, yes. Or and, up until next And point, he has, say. like, one duel, and then he has another duel where he kind of, he knows the outcome of the duel that's going to happen with Snape, mm-hmm. so that's a non-issue. Not really he's, a not, he's not trying to do full power or yeah. anything yeah. at that point. And... The next book is The lit, next book though. gets lit. <laughs> Dumbledore is finally like, the robe is off, bitch. I'm ready to go. Like, when he fucking... Like, even before the Voldemort duel, when they're like, bye, Voldemort, you're coming to Azkaban, and Voldemort's like, bitch, who? <laughs> Wait, when Dumbledore... Sorry. You Damn it! it! When Dumbledore is like, bitch, who? I was like, like a- nobody ever told Voldemort he was going to you guys, they're two sides of the same coin. No. Wow. It's two-faced. You know, for being a Slytherin, uh, Voldemort is really show-off-y. <laughs> and for being a Gryffindor, Dumbledore does like to play behind the scenes a lot. Well, Dumbledore has got some Slytherin uh, he does, yeah. in him. He's, he's, he's old enough to like live a, a lot of lives. Dumbledore yeah. is, is an all-houser. I don't is see. I don't see Hufflepuff a lot. Oh, we well, we t- maybe I made the argument for Hufflepuff in the sense like when he looks out for one, the greater good in some ways, and two. Like, oh yeah, whatever his twisted st- view of the greater good, but his greater good nonetheless. And I think like his attitude towards like the students as a whole, maybe not like on an individual basis, but like I I think he shows some Hufflepuff. I, I don't want to get into it today. No, I, I either way. I he I think you're right in that he does try to lean a little bit Hufflepuff. Like, I think especially I, in his older age. I think at certain points he shows all well, houses mm-hmm. in like in, a hard form. In a weird way, the plan that he's setting up with Harry being like, well, we may have to sacrifice Harry, but everybody else gets to live is kind of like a Hufflepuff thing that would be like. Oh, I, I think I that's trying to save, Gryffindor. I'm trying to save Max people. That's, that's Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I think a Hufflepuff couldn't do it to, to Harry. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a Hufflepuff 
Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah either yeah. way. We don't need All to. All right, so the biocapable silver hand is very cool, is what I wrote. Um, yeah, so my points are, like, kind of inconsistency in the chapter as a whole. We talked about one of them already with, like, the one thing, and mm-hmm. then, like, the Death Eaters don't know about the Horcrags. It's supposed to be a secret, and he's, like, going on and on about, like, you all know the depths I took to, like, master death. It's like, no, they don't. Dumbledore tells us straight up that... He, it was a secret, and then, like, Baltimore even keeps it a secret but, from Lucius. Like, they don't know what but he here's did the to thing, maintain though, mortality. Molly, I fully believe that he has he has the Horcruxes. That's his real plan. But I fully believe he creates a narrative for his Death Eaters that is in addition to that. I believe that he's, like... I'm learning, I'm mastering more spells to do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure he tells them that... His you know, goal. I'm, yeah, I think goal. His goal I think his, I don't think, I think he tells them my end goal. I think I don't think he tells them his steps to get there, but I do think he's like, I want to be the master of death, and I think he's trying to, in this yeah, moment, be like, and look, I did it, guys. But it's the yeah. way he says, like, you all know what I've done to get to this point. But, like, he says it like they know what he's done. And I think that changes later in the books. She changes how that is. Oh, okay. I think that's fair. Well, he just, he also alludes a lot to Horcruxes in this chapter. Like, um, my... Because he says, they they who knew the steps I took long ago to guard myself against mortal death. That's like kind kind of specific going back Mm -hmm. and reading it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mortal. That's That's what I mean. He does. Yeah, he definitely does imply a lot of... A lot of steps. It, a lot of Horcrux. He, he, there are a lot of Horcrux implications. Was that the... This, I, I thought we no. were kind of going down a similar path, so... No. Actually, my inconsistency is different, and it's more of a, like, philosophical question about Voldemort. Let's so, Voldemort's avowed goal is to conquer death, and he says this in front of his followers. Eat death. Yeah. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Give me some of that. Munch, munch. Munch, munch. munch, 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 munch. munch. Have a little... Muggle munch. Um, so this is his about goal. He, only him, he's not trying to get this for anybody else. Yeah. Is going to conquer death. So, but he has an additional goal that's to kill everyone else. Like, I don't understand why he needs the Death Eaters and he needs to exterminate muggles to get that goal. I, I think it's two separate goals. Yes. See, here's what I put. Is the muggles thing just a hobby? Because that's what it starts that's to That's about having like. everyone be magical, I think. He wants everyone to be magical. And two, well, he, so he wants to capture death, or mm-hmm. whatever, eat death, one. Two, he wants um, to be the, pow- the most powerful person in the world. And so he needs followers for that. And then with that, he wants to get rid of anyone that's non-magical because they're inferior, I think. I just mean, it's like, this is the goal that you tell yourself, but the existence of muggles, apart from you, doesn't ever stop you from achieving your goal. Ever. But he's like, he shares the one thing with Grindelwald in that they don't want to hide themselves and that it's muggles' fault why wizards aren't hiding. So he needs to get rid of muggles. I think that's where he shares a view with Grindelwald, but I, I think that's it for Yeah, them. that it does diverge because he also has... But I just mean, it just seems like he's not very singular in his goal. No, 
No, I think he has and more that's than one goal. Probably yeah. why he fails. I also think because it, he could have just very quietly done the Horcrux thing and then could lived have been his, Nicholas Flamel. Lived his life in a flannel. But he gown. wants to be powerful. Yes, I think he's that's honestly he's sitting his in more too ultimate many chairs goal. with one ass and it's not gonna work. I think his main goal is to be powerful and part of that is being immortal. Mm-hmm. So his ultimate goal is to be the most powerful person. Yes, and I think in that, he, it's at the very heart of it, a classic, like, bully thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, I pick on somebody else for the thing I hate most about myself. Mm, Yeah. So, like. That's a good point. So, it's like, like, I hate that. I'm part muggle. I'm part muggle. I hate that about myself. It feels like a weakness. And, and. Also, the whole like Muggle-born thing, yeah, it's a Hitler thing, and the Muggle-born prejudice didn't start with Voldemort. So he is going through school, and he lived in this awful Muggle place, and then he gets to school, and being non-pure, I'm sure when he was growing up, was more still so, like a little bit like mm, dicey, dicey, especially in that house. He probably kept it. So he wants to distance himself from it, and then he knows he's powerful, so he wants to distance himself a lot from Mm -hmm. it, and then he idolizes the people that are pure blood, and so his goal becomes to be in charge of the pure, because he's Voldemort, like. Yeah, I just think it's interesting to think about, because the way I think he he presents himself to himself is like, I'm so single-minded, my focus is clear. I am very smart and I've thought everything out. But when you hear him talk about it, it's very disjointed. Oh, yeah. And the goals are kind of splitting off in in several different directions. And so you get to see this, like, this person who sees themselves as being like, oh, I can achieve all of these things. He wants it all. But (laughs) even the way he, like, talks about it is, like, not even ordered correctly. Like, she's very subtle with the language of making it, like, not quite... It doesn't all follow up. Like, he says, like, to the Death Eaters one thing, and then he's kind of talking to himself, and then he's kind of talking to the Death yeah. Eaters. And then I... Yeah, and I think that's, like... It's so cool. Where we're, yeah, it's very cool. And I think <sighs> she... I think that's a very realistic, like, psychosis and, like... And it's, like, a Character person, read of um, Voldemort yeah. where it's, like, he's brilliant, but... His own narcissism is always what has stood in his way. Yeah, I have a note later. I'll probably talk about it a little bit more. But he, like, it's most serial killers, their downfall is that they're showing off too much. Yeah. Um, which is exactly what You needed to leave your, your calling card. Yeah. Like, yeah. because also- I wanted this, the police to know, so I, like, sent them something with my, that I licked. So, like, like I wanted them to, yeah. I want people to know it was me. Like, yeah. right. I wanted, I want to be known. I want them to know But I think me. I'm smart enough to, like, get away with it still. Like, yeah, like, but Somehow I want to be known. Somehow I'm leaving clues on purpose, but I also don't want them to know that it's me. And I just read like a really interesting interview with, so there's the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix right now, but they did an interview with the guy who actually made those tapes, the journalist mm. who interviewed him. Oof. And he was like, it was really weird to talk to him because basically the way that the journalist got close to him is that he presented himself not as a journalist, nor as an FBI agent. I don't... Like I, as a fan almost? Yeah, something like that. Like he he, he constructed a narrative into, into these yeah. interviews. And he said that the weirdest thing about Ted Bundy is that at some points, 
he wanted to be the most famous, like the most seen serial killer in America. And at the same time, you could feel like what he really wanted to be was anonymous so that he could grab some woman and drag her into an yeah. alley simultaneously. Yeah. And he said that this was what is so unsettling about him and this is what is clearly his his worst problem is that he is both of those people at the same time. It is like Voldemort because like Harry's like, why wouldn't he name himself minister? It's like he doesn't have to because he's like created this like whisper. Like it's yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. No, I yeah, I think oh, I think people he gets me like the yeah, people like yeah, that are creepy. so <laughs> are so fascinating from a from that yeah, perspective. But it makes you it, feel sick to be fascinated with them too. Well, it's like well, uh, but I think uh, but I think that's. That's part of their whole game is that they want to be fascinating and, it's like human and studied and they want, they want that fame. Like what, because all, also the real problem is, okay, you did it. You're the most powerful. Yeah. If he doesn't have an adversary, he doesn't have a point. Yeah. So like he, right. for every serial killer, they need to get caught eventually or else there's no... They have nothing else to reach for. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. A quick note on Harry. Just, like, his sad, desperate line about, like, I hope the police at least come. Like, no! it's so sad. Oh, I thought of that, too. I was like, what are the police gonna do? I me? know, but he's just, like, anything. Mm. It's so I, desperate. too, want the monologue to stop, Harry. But <laughs> it's too, not going I to. I needed that break. Yeah. I'm, at, the, I'm at all the woods stuff. I'm ready to talk about the woods. Wait, are, have they arrived, the Death Eaters, yet? Where you guys The are? Death Eaters have arrived. I'm at Malfoy. He's talking about how I'm ready at, it is. Oh, yeah, I have uh, Lucius Malfoy is bad, shocked Pikachu face. I'm at the image of all of the Death Eaters, these horrifying men in masks that are reminiscent of the KKK and, like, Nazis. Like, these powerful men, like, bending on knee and kissing Voldemort's robes. It's also, like, that encircling, um, like, image is so powerful. And Mm -hmm. it's something that is repeated in literature and movies. It reminds me of, like... In Mulan, when you see all of the the um, the Huns come over the pass, yeah, and that's like we just watched that really recently, and Rob had never seen it before, and he was like, "What?" I was like, "They're all there. It's so exciting. It's like my favorite part of the movie." Mm. But the encircling is such a like strong symbol, and I mean, it's so viscerally powerful. I mean, even as a kid, you're like. Yeah, and then in the jumping ahead again. Sorry, mm-hmm. the next chapter is like when they close ranks. It's yeah, they so close the scary. Circle. Like it's just and it's that whole it's circle frightening. Thing. Yeah, I have a cue. Okay, what's your cue? Is Bellatrix Q-T? the only female Death Eater that's like official? Because like Narcissus, because yeah, this is not there, and it seems like Voldemort has a very specific number he would like to show up. Yeah, I like. He's I not thought like, about that too. I would have thought that there were more I know he kind of jumps over some people and like mm-hmm. jumps over we don't hear every single person and they're all masked like but you we see him talk to we, men but that doesn't mean anything like the names he says and like the only other female that we know of is Narcissa and, and she probably doesn't have a mark no 
But it seems like she should by the end. Like, it seems weird. that Although, Well, he's, like, living in there. Hold up. Yeah. Is it a stretch to believe that he would be, like, marks aren't, like, women don't get marks because I'm also sexist? But I'm assuming Bellatrix has one. Yeah. I don't think she does because she wears those, in the movies at least, they have her wearing, she like, three-quarter length sleeves. Oh, she definitely she has it? a mark. Yeah. She licks it in the movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. When she's, like... I'm sure I blocked that out of my mind. She definitely. <laughs> she has definitely it. has one in the movie. I assu- she def she also definitely has him here, and I don't think he's sexist because he refers she, to her as one of his most valued. She followers. has one in the books because they talk about it in the when Harry's captured on who's gonna oh, call him. Yes, and yes. I, maybe and I think Bellatrix just, does call. Maybe him. it's just a coincidence. Maybe there's just not that many women who. Yeah, I think they're just Or some of them are in prison and, like, that's whatever. I don't think they never get out. I don't think there are really any. That's interesting. I'm more just interested in why Narcissa doesn't have one. It it makes me want to analyze her character more. I think at this point, like, early on, like, she probably was like, I'm all for you, but I'm not going to become a Death Eater. Kind of like Sirius's family. Like, they're like, we're all, we support you. Yeah. Yeah. But Regulus isn't in the cave with his dark mark. He's just like, oh, I think Regulus has a dark mark. Oh, I definitely think Regulus has a dark mark. Ooh, there's a part of this chapter that I desperately need to This is This is for a special chapter we're going to have later called, Who Got a Dark Mark? Who Doesn't? Yeah, that's a fun one. That's super fun. I think that it's just a thing of where there's just not that many women. I I just don't think that there's that many women. There's just yeah. not that many women even in the series. Right. So it's surprising, uh, but there just aren't. Did he... Um, oh, my note on Malfoy was... Uh, Lucius Malfoy. Did he... Lucy? Did he? <laughs> Didn't he renounce like him because he was like I was hoodwinked? Don't we get that as like a thing? Yeah, he says that he was like I believe in period or something similar to that. No, or he I said, thought he, he said says, he was imperious. Yeah, he was imperious. He said he was under the imperious curse. So is that I, essentially renouncing? Does or? he? Does he say that? I'm that's pretty sure that to, that's his. Thing. I am trying to think, and I'm not. I thought that was in the second one we got that from Arthur or something, but I'm gonna look. It I up. think Arthur definitely implies that he says it. Yeah. I think Arthur says something. I don't think we ever hear Malfoy say it though. Okay. We okay. as the reader don't hear Malfoy say it, but I'm like, did we get context that he did say it? Yeah. I. Mm. Lucius managed to avoid imprisonment by claiming he had been acting under the Imperious Curse. Do they he have was a able sighting? to. Yeah. Yes, they do. Damn it! It's going to the Imperious Curse. Yeah, the wiki. Thing. But I know that li- that line is from the I book. I know so it. That, is. that yes. line is from the book. Yes, that's why I meant. Like, do we have a sighting so we can go read it more fleshed out? Because I just give me one second. Give me one second. Between the wars, Harry Potter, chapter five. Chapter five of what? It must be the it's second. This, I think it's the second one. Harry would be at the burrow in chapter five of the second one. Or it would have been Hagrid saying it in the first one when yeah, Malfoy... Yeah, because it says in the first one, chapter Malfoy five, and I was like, the, what the fuck is, is this? It's in Madame Malkin's. It said Philosopher's Stone chapter five, and I was like, he got mentioned that early? What? Oh, maybe. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it says chapter five, Diagon Alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's when it is. Yeah. So it's Hagrid saying it, which, so I, I take that. To mean like he did uh, denounce the old ways, basically. Is my my point of my note was well, I'm told I don't, that you have not renounced the old yeah, ways. Yeah, but I'm saying although he to did. the world you present a respectable face. I don't think that's what he means. To be fair, 
to okay. Voldemort. I think when he says, I've heard you've not renounced the old ways, it's like... You're not, like, marrying Muggleborn. Right, and also he's still actively fighting against them. Like, he... Like, Lucius is still conniving. Like, Lucius does the diary in two, even though he doesn't quite know, like, yeah, but what Voldemort, it does. Like, Voldemort doesn't know any of that, which is I think wild. Voldemort is is up to date. From what, though? Because Peter would wouldn't he even possibly know that. know that. Peter, wait, Peter. Peter wouldn't know that. But he wouldn't know all of the diary stuff. He would just know that the chamber uh, was open. He, he would know because after all that, yeah. I think Voldemort is caught up. You're right. On the sitch. And that's why I think he's... Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. I think Lucius gets a pass because... And also he knows, obviously, about the World Cup, too. Like, I think in... But he's mad about the World Cup. He's yeah, mad he about is. it, but I think he's still, like... That's still, like, a, you're not you haven't renounced now. the old ways. Like, it's not even, like, you're... Like, I feel like post-book seven, Lucius is, like, a, I regret what I've done. Right. Yeah. And I don't even think, like, post world wizard world war one lucius is like i regret no regrets. yeah yeah um my other one of my other discrepancies was that Voldemort straight up saying everyone's name in that circle and what we learned in the pensive and according to Kakarov is like that's something he wouldn't have done in order to protect like the anonymity so that way somebody couldn't turn on them so I think that's just like a I know she's doing it for the reader but I'm like mm, I, I don't, don't know I, I think, think they know each other I think he the, thinks Harry's gonna die so it's because Kakarov is like I don't know everyone's name because like Dump or Voldemort was like wouldn't say people's names yeah, but he's back now, so maybe he. But is that was when he was like at. Well, he can make policy no. changes. Making a change, but he's I, making a policy change. I think he's inner, updating it. Everybody got the memo. We can use I names think now. Parkrov is inner because he, he mentions said, yeah, because he mentions him specifically. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say inner circle. I think knows each other. I think it's. Or you think Cockroach is lying when he? I think that? I think Cockroach is lying. Moody, real Moody even says like that's smart. Like that's what I would do. I wouldn't say somebody's name. Yeah, but I don't. I think it's more powerful for Voldemort. Like every, I think that's like a everybody. Like you're accountable. You're accountable now. Like yeah. we all got your shit. Yeah, he's like, uh, you don't escape it. The monologue, I'm gonna do it to you, and I'm gonna call you out. Like, you guys all really fucked up, basically. I appreciate what you're saying, but I think it's, uh, I don't think, I think it's what we hear earlier, that that's more accurate. I I don't know, because I think also, like, it's a good lie, because I think Moody, that's how Moody would look at it, where it's like, that's how, what I would do, but I think... Voldemort doesn't care about his followers getting caught. Like, he's, like, happy about the ones that are in Azkaban who don't denounce him. But he was mad... Well, like, he doesn't want Karkaroff naming, like, the, the, the good people that didn't say anything. Right. Maybe, I mean, that's another... Maybe that's like, what he doesn't want but to I think, happen. But I think he doesn't expect his... Like, I think he doesn't expect his followers to betray each other like yeah. that. Like, I don't think that's his... Maybe oh, it's I like, think he thinks the worst of people and will assume that they will yeah. do something. Yes, but I think he operates on a fear-mongering basis, and I think he thinks people are too scared of him to do that. Yeah, it's very Which is, I think, cool. what is happening with Karkaroff, because Karkaroff right here could go to the ministry and be like, for your protection, I'm gonna tell you everybody who could but instead he hides like when Voldemort is proven to be back Karkaroff books it he does not give 
any info to the ministry. He's already given the ministry. But everything. he, I don't, he don't think he's given them everything. Well, because I agree with he that, withholds but... certain names. Like he. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think that there's some truth to what he was saying about it earlier, and I just think that like maybe it's, it's not... like your mom and Voldemort only says your yeah. name when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's true that's too. He's point. like, all right, I well, honestly feel like when he says Lucius Malfoy's full name, he's like, that's true. That's like a... Fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's like a big deal. I was just thinking about, like, Karkaroff and, like, this honestly, like, because there's a part where Harry is mad later when he sees Fudge in the beginning of the fifth one. He's like... Malfoy is one of the names I gave you, and you haven't done shit. Like, you're hanging yeah. out with him right now, and it's, like, mm-hmm. such a slap in the face. It's like, yeah, Harry got all of those fucking names because he said all of them out loud. Yeah. And I just think, like, obviously he thinks Harry's gonna die, but I also think that, like, Voldemort is smart enough to be like, I'm not saying everybody's names because I'm keeping things compartmentalized, and I'm not telling everybody who everybody is. And he does that a little bit because he doesn't say all of the people's names that yeah, aren't no, he there. Doesn't. Like, he doesn't say Snape's name, he doesn't say Barty Crouch Jr.'s name, he doesn't say Carcroft's name, like, I, if there he are... Does, yeah, he doesn't say, like, pot- yeah, potential, yeah, so major there players, are, so there, I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. I do see what you're saying, it's though. It's also the drama Lucius, to do the roll yeah, call. Yeah, I know, yeah, I like the roll call element. I don't the bad boy roll call. I don't dislike that it happens, I'm not like, oh, J.K. Rowling, like, how dare you? You're just like, it's slightly inconsistent, because right. Carcroft, I yeah. get that. yeah. I also think, I think that's interesting what you're saying because it's a little bit like a... a I think it's like you guys... It's like a wormtail hand. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, bitch, like try to denounce me this time. Like yeah. I said your name out loud so yeah. we all know you are here, like, Lucius. Yeah. If he's ever really mad at somebody, he's like wormtail slap them yeah. with the silver hand. Like, Well, but I, I was more meaning like if he betrays thing. him, yeah. then... Like I said your name, Avery, so like if... And yes. says you're and it here. could even be the kind of thing where when he calls out the name is to show the other Death Eaters know who this guy is who betrayed me. If you want to get back on my good side, mm. do something bad to this guy. Basically. But, but he doesn't say he's that a lot. Of, he's like, "Hey, Crab Goyle, what's up?" Yeah, yeah. But, but that's what <laughs> wow. I mean. Is it might be a strategic move to be like, "You guys are here, and I want you guys to know who each other are and hold each other accountable for being here and witnessing me." And He's if you don't act differently now that you know that I'm back, everybody knows who it was who didn't act differently now that I'm back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. I also think we're like really deep diving, I which know. is great. And I, I admit No, which, which I love. No, no, no. I love it. But I'm saying I also think it, the, it's, it's mostly here. I have a podcast. So that we associate Draco Malfoy and Crab and Goyle with Drago. the. Because, like. Why on earth does Voldemort yeah. feel the need to be like, I hear you've been executing and now you get to execute? Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like a, we needed a quick reminder that he was the that one that executed Buck. The Crab and Goyle thing, I was like, that was just the comic relief we needed, right? <laughs> like, to be like, right. <laughs> Crab and Goyle. Like, dumb and dumb. I, you guys, I, my next thing is about Quirrell, so like, <laughs> just get there and I'll be ready. Okay, um... Such oh, prop I'm already in the woods. I'm appearances is such a funny, sassy line for Voldemort. And I see now such prompt appearances. Ooh. Like, 
What? I'm. I have a couple notes. Sorry, before you. You're fine. Okay. The um, other ones I have are just like he went in the woods to find himself, and he found out that he was more bitter than he ever thought possible. That's a haiku right there. <laughs> um, her earlier chapter, Alex and I were talking about, um, and Joey, po- Professor Posner, um, about. I haven't completed that one yet. About the. Valetrix's husband, mm-hmm. um, Rodolphus, and like the way that he associates them together is, I think, why I think of him not as the like cowardly one. It's like yeah. he talks about them in both high esteem, and it's like mm-hmm. these two are like they went there for me, like so that's that's part of why I think I see him as mm-hmm. not the. I don't see him cowardly, but I think I well, called him like I think him? I called him like a cuck or something. Well, no, but there was a guy. You did we call him a cuck. Yeah, identify the people in the trial. Yes. And there was one guy in the trial that was like, I, coward. Coward. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yes. I didn't think it was him specifically. Like, I thought it was the other, the, like, sallow-faced I think, guy. I, I see think what you're you saying. Guys, yes. You guys, there was a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. of, I like, remember that conversation. There was and a couple of why. personality traits that you had on the table for him. Like, either he was kind of like, like, crab and grow, kind of like a, That's what a I lumpy, said. Yeah. kind of, bleh, kind of guy. But, like, not... Not like timid, because the other Not guy timid. was thug timid. Thug. He was like a thug, and these guys were like timid. See, yes. I've always we're thought of him as guy. like a little bit more on the thuggish side, but that. It's not that he's, he's still stupid. submissive to Bellatrix, but no, he's not scared I just think, of her. No, I think that it's like they almost Personally. they almost lead separate lives. Like, they don't talk, and it's not that she's, like, he's disres- like he's stupid or he's disrespectful, but that they just have a very, like, business-like transaction for yeah. marriage. Oh, and yeah. So I think we he, all kind of And so he's, like, he's kind of, like, a thuggish guy, but I don't think that he's unintelligent. I just think he's not important. Just in terms of, like, the people described in the trial, we were trying to pinpoint who was Rodolphus and who was this unknown person. I imagine him we as said being was maybe Sallow. Huh? Sallow. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was. Yeah, um, I also think in general. I didn't I mean have to bring a, that argument up no, again. I was just kind of supporting. No, my I thing. yeah, no, I think well, you're correct. I just think I have a weird view on Rodolphus because of Bellatrix, Bellatrix is yeah. so dominant. Yeah. Like in she's every, very like, powerful. Yeah. Bellatrix fucking stands up to Voldemort sometimes, not in a like I'm better than you way, but in a like she speaks without being spoken to first, okay. which I think is. Very different than this. Let me kiss your robes that we're. I mean, Lucius too. does that in this chapter. But I actually. feel like you don't actually explicitly see Rodolphus that. Which, many which times. is I also. Right. I'm like, which is I don't. I I'm also making it up. I also <laughs> see well, like Lucius. Uh, in my image, saw Lucius as more of a power use, player than Rodolphus, and that says something because I don't think very highly of Lucius. Can we use what we learned about Lucius. the Lestrange family from Fantastic Beasts to no. extrapolate what no. he I like? think that's too hard. I mean, the only thing we know is that their father, like, was a rapist. Well, no, we that's don't actually not know who Bellatrix... We don't know who Rodolphus's father is. Yeah, we don't know who that or is. Or not Rodolphus's father. I said... Oh, grandfather. I meant, grand, or whoever, that, that must be his grandfather. That, uh, the yeah. whoever, only thing we know about that line is that he was, like... We assume grandfather. That, yeah, that his family... His great-grandfather or grandfather was grandfather. a bad dude. Yeah, that's... Like, we but don't really no know. no shockers there. I think it's the guy with the nose thing. That's his dad. Oh, Camille? I don't know anyone's name. Her half-brother. The one that's, like, yeah, trying to... Yeah, but he to... has a completely different last name. Kamal. 
Oh, you're right. No, comma's not related to him. Oh, comma, oh, sorry. You yeah, said comma's right. not He's related, related to him. He's related to what's the, her name? The other, the black I'm, side. I'm convinced, I'm convinced that <laughs> oh, her, her brother, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. baby in the water is, is Yeah, baby in the yeah, water. Yeah. Baby, he, that's baby in the water, that's Rodolfo's that, that's, father. That, yeah. Either that's a person who hasn't been introduced or that they're gonna, that's right. gonna yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I was getting them mixed up. No, that's fair. that's probably Rodolfus's parentage yep. is that kid. Yes, you're totally right. Um, I assume Karkaroff and Snape, we already talked about that, the two people that he mentions. Well, well, okay, mm-hmm. There are like three people he mentions. So he mentions um, three dead in my service, which I think they mentioned those in the trial. Yeah. Um, one, two, cowardly, cowardly to return, he will pay. That's Karkaroff. Karkaroff. Yes, that's, sure. yeah, that's Karkaroff. One who I believe has left me forever, he will be killed. That's Snape. Snape. Yeah, so, which is what I think is really Who remains my most faithful servant, that's Barty Cross Jr. So yeah. I do think that throws a wrench in my wand plan. What wand that, plan? That he still thinks this about Snape here. Yeah. Yeah, no, he thinks Snape is But he gone. thinks Snape didn't show up because, like, he killed Lily because he knows that Snape asked him not yeah. to kill Lily. Right, but I'm saying, like, if... In, and in, Snape is the one that sent him to the Potter's house yes, in the Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, in my fan theory of Snape is the one that gives Voldemort his wand back, I think Voldemort would then... Then Snape would have already been back on, like, status level. Like, yeah. oh, I'm still doing this as yeah, a double yeah, agent. Yeah. He goes back later. No, yeah. Dumbledore says that, that Snape goes back later that night. Upon, yeah, his request, yeah. No, he goes on his own because... Voldemort thinks he's not showing up. So Snape... Oh, on, on Dumbledore's Yes, request. on Dumbledore's sorry, request. Sorry, if they meant Baltimore. No, sorry. We've been mixing, We've been mixing them up all day. <laughs> There's yeah, a upon thing. Dumbledore's... Papa D's Papa D, um, baby B, whatever. I have a really long note that's going to cause some, like, discussion. Ooh, okay. So if you guys have other notes before that, I think that What would... is the note concerning? Kind of something Alex brought up earlier just about, like, Death Eaters in general towards Voldemort. It's a general note. Okay, okay. So okay. is mine, but yeah, I have one that's similar. But Do you want me to just go for just it? Just go yeah, for it. And then All right, I'm going to read the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then you guys feel free to... We're in it, we're in it. Yeah, okay. Whew. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot. Is I my think. body ready? No. Is my heart ready? I'm, yes. I'm really ready to know if it's the same one as mine. Ooh. I, it, it's something you kind of brought up earlier. So in general, like, I want to kind of talk about, like, Slytherins, who... Oh, I know good. not all Death Eaters okay. are Slytherins, but for the most part, the ones that we're seeing tonight are Slytherins. The ones that are mentioned certainly yeah. are. So, um, Except that's for just Wormy. like, I'm just setting the, yes. yeah, exactly. Except for Wormy. Um, and he's kind of like an anomaly anyway. So, like, them willing to be so submissive to Voldemort, like, I associate Slytherins with being, like, really proud and not wanting to submit and, like, relinquish power, but then I thought, like... Maybe they're like trying. They're re- they're willing to relinquish power in order to be part of this like bigger power monger that is Voldemort. That was yeah. like uh, it's are not you, that long, but I'm that's just yeah. kind of like a hypothesis I'm throwing at you guys. Like, what are your thoughts on like Slytherins in terms of like being so subservient? In this I think role? I think a lot of people hear the words ambitious and they hear the word like hear the words that are associated with the house. And they definitely I'm thinking specifically of pride. Yeah, and pride. But if you... But maybe that's more of a Gryffindor thing. If you swear allegiance to something, part of your pride is never giving that up. Even when you're asked... that movement. Even when you're asked to do something that other people may find degrading, 
it's like your pride is like I didn't make the wrong decision. I didn't swear allegiance to the wrong. Like I'm, it's pride in what pride in what they believe in. Yes, and I so. So it's talking kind of like, about it. I'm it's kind of, of like a religion. Like yeah. even if other people say, "Oh, I don't believe this about you know that religion," it's like sometimes people will say stuff to me about Catholicism, and I, and I am very like prideful about it. And sometimes I have to take a step back and be like, "No, we're having a discussion. I don't have to throw up a wall immediately." But I think when you swear allegiance to something part of your pride is like, I'm willing to kneel for something that I yeah, believe in. that makes a lot and of if, sense. And if you stand up when you're supposed to kneel, you don't have any pride. Does and, that make sense? Well, and I just reading it out loud, I was thinking like, that's more of a Gryffindor thing yes. to not be willing to bend the knee for something like Voldemort. Yeah. Well, and I also feel like, is that well, what you were say? while they may be, while Gryffindors may be like really loyal to a cause, I think pride is something that's shared between those two houses. Yeah, actually. but in different ways. In different ways. ways. But I also think, and Seraphina, you can correct me if Go I'm ahead. wrong because I think you take, um, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, you find fault in this thing that we say about like Gryffindor. I mean, Slytherins having a selected family or selective group. Do you not, is that not a thing? Because when we talk about Slytherin sometimes, um... They say I, they're really loyal to, like, their people. I don't get up... That's not... That's not one of them? You guys have said... Mostly what I get upset about when you guys talk about Slytherins is sometimes you'll just say something, and it's clearly meant to be very flippant. Not when you're, like, digging in. Mostly when you guys like are digging joke. in and thinking really yeah. mm-hmm. clearly. I'm like, oh, they're very thoughtful. Like, I feel like very thoughtful and very considered and all of those good things. It's usually like the more flippant things that I feel like there'll be like a, oh, just like a little phrase or something. And it's obviously, it's something that Harry does a lot in the books. Like It's easy to joke about Slytherins. It's it's easy to make jokes about Slytherins because sometimes that pride can be buffoonish. And I think that that's fair. I think and that I, I think I think we more joke buffoonish. more about Gryffindors having buffoonish. I just mean like there's like a do. little bit. Of I a, I know um, I make flippant remarks. Yeah, about so there's in other houses, but well, like one so there's and Gryffindors one, equally. One yes. very recently for the podcast <laughs> listeners that I was like, uh, okay, was you guys were like talking during the house sorting the Valentine's mm-hmm. Day episode, and just kind of like quickly like Molly said something about like Slytherins can't be with other Slytherins uh, and everybody kind of that. laughed and as you got that, into that it that wasn't me that was I think it's somebody said it it was Christian brought that up. it was Christian who is a Slytherin yeah, I, I, I thought about that until I we said it talked too. about I it I agreed with it wholeheartedly so and, that was more me and I don't and a part of the reason why is that that loyalty and that like allegiance that you swear to another person there are people who I know who say oh you can never trust a Slytherin and I'm like well a lot of the times if you're friends with a Slytherin they put their trust in you no and they tell you things that they don't tell other people Actually, I think that's the point I was trying to make about Slytherin. To other people. I think that once you get past that point and you've sworn allegiance to the other person, there is nothing that they'll not know about you. That's what I was trying to say about Slytherins and the fact, like, Slytherins trust each other in, like, a way that they they know where they don't trust each other. Like, they trust each other in, like, a sense... 
I don't know. Like, we, you we worded did, it a lot better. No, we but. did We did say that, though. I, I, in, that was what I was our, trying to say. We did like say a lot that we said Slytherins and Slytherins didn't work together, but we said when I they think, did, it worked. And yeah. I think, to be you fair... You got to that point, but at the very first part when everybody was laughing about it, I was like, oh, I mean, I have friends. Like, I have friends from high school or some of my best friends my whole life were Slytherins. My boyfriend, who you guys sometimes disagree with, identifies himself as a Slytherin. And I know he's a bit of a hat stall, so it's confusing. But, but I also but think ultimately makes we didn't. We never once said that Slytherins shouldn't be friends with other Slytherins. We one hundred percent said they work well in friendships. We just we were mostly talking about the romantic com- com- competition aspect that happens with certain Slytherin relationships, and that was mostly based like on stereotypical. Christian's past yeah. experience, who was our oh, like. Oh yeah, he and was really the one that brought that up. Yeah, and yeah. he brought that up. And I, I totally respect that as his experience, but it was difficult for me to listen to because I was like, well, you you have to get to the point where you do trust another person. And you guys are my friends. So if we're going to a party and there's somebody who I don't want to talk to, I may tell mm-hmm. you guys, I don't kind of want to talk to Jane so I'm going to pretend I'm sick. If anybody asks, I'm definitely sick. And you're putting the trust in us. But so. I would never go up to Jane, who I don't want to talk to, and be like, I'm pretending to be sick because I don't want to talk to you unless I was insane. That would be a Gryffindor. That's a Gryffindor thing. <laughs> oh my God, it's such a Gryffindor thing. It's such a problem. But like, I would be like, I'm setting up this ruse. You guys know that me at the party is partially a ruse. But to other people at the party, it's not a ruse. I've, I'm creating this narrative. When you're in a relationship with a Slytherin, they get all the backdoor details. Well, well that's, and, and we Christian were talking about in early in relationships that. where there hasn't early, been trust. It's difficult and, to get past that yeah, point. That's, I think, what they were saying more. You have yes. to do what I said might. that Ravenclaws are the hardest ones to date, actually. Yes. I think Ravenclaws <laughs> can be hard to date. We said... That scares me. So... My parents are too Ravenclaws. I the anti-Slytherin rough. one, just saying. You okay. were. But I also think that... I, first of all, I wasn't anti-Slytherin. I said that I most like to date Slytherin. So I wasn't against Slytherin as a house. I was saying... I was talking specifically about Slytherins dating other Slytherins mm-hmm. and what can sometimes happen. But I will say we were also talking about that, like, joy in, like, getting all of the secrets. Yeah, when you, in. when you finally find somebody to scheme with, I yeah, mean, the schemes yeah. can only get better. I mean, I brought up but, the example of the Americans, which are two very clear mm-hmm. Slytherins dating. But I also think anybody married. where the two houses are the same, it's hard to get to a vulnerable place. It's more difficult. Well, vulnerable for maybe two Hufflepuffs together, they might be a little too pleasant for too long. It's like, you guys got to get down and dirty. You got to fight a little bit. I think like two houses together, there are issues, but it's not always vulnerability. Like for Slytherins, it might be vulnerability. For Hufflepuffs, it was like saying to like move forward was like the issue. Like it's not always vulnerability. Yeah, sometimes it could be like, oh, we we hang out with the same people all the time. We do our jobs and we really like them. We're very diligent. And then we don't move forward maybe in our career because we don't have another person pushing us right but if they get to the point where they can push each other right. then they yes. do but go that might not it. be a vulnerability thing for Slytherins it might be vulnerability for Gryffindors it might be like well I, we I said Gryffindor using, and Gryffindor is pretty compatible yeah, yeah. and I using my parents it. as an example for Ravenclaw Ravenclaw sometimes you guys just need to take it down four notches <laughs> but I see I think you talk I'm about kidding. Ravenclaws the way we hate. but that's I think 
Ravenclaws honestly get the less, the least amount of hate out of all of the houses. I, I think that the reason why in I, general. I can be, and I'm sure Molly would agree with this, there is a bluntness to Ravenclaws that I know growing up with my parents being Ravenclaws was sometimes a little bit like, yowza. But that's sometimes that's I, necessary in the world. Like, you need that. You can't always do backdoor deals. You have to have the person being like, hey, these are kind of the yeah. facts. Can you chill that's out? That's not... Ne- bluntness itself is not, like, necessarily a, a, a thing I associate with Ravenclaw specifically, specifically, I guess. But I don't disagree with you. It's just not, like... Like, I, I consider I'm myself a blunt person. Ravenclaws, who I know, yeah. tend to be... When, when they believe something is the truth, they, they are... Like, and you kind of push back on them, they're ready to get blunt if they need to. I think it's more direct. It's directness. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a better word. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I don't know I why I bump Griffin, on blunt. Because I think I Gryffindors are more blunt. Like, blunt to me seems like, like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Ravenclaws are blunt. To that. They're blunt with themselves. Sometimes well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Gryffindors are you're blunt. Like, you didn't need to say that to yourself. You could have. Yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah, ugly bitch. <laughs> but I also think like, like, I don't think a Ravenclaw's gonna say that. I think the word direct comes with a basis of direct fact that direct. I feel yeah. is yeah. very Ravenclaw, and that blunt right. comes with a like impulse decision yeah, yeah. that it's is impulse not impulse versus true. yeah, exactly. That's exactly. But right. anyway, we digress. Yeah. What I was trying to say about Slytherin was that I, in in terms of this context with the Death Eaters, <laughs> yeah, let's I, get back to it. Is that I think that. It's that chosen people thing that keeps them subservient to Voldemort. And, like, the yeah. Death Eaters are their chosen people the yeah. most. In, like, uh, my friend who, uh, Jessa, who is a Slytherin, she describes it as her circle. And so, like, if she... Uh, literally. Yes. And so, like, that's why I was, like, bringing that up. Because it's, like, some sometimes when... And Jess and I love to do this. Any show we watch together, we always house sort. Like, it's, Oh, you like, have to house sort. But, like... Like, what are you doing? We just watched the Umbrella Academy, and me and my boyfriend were like, oh, it's so good. I, I just, oh, yes, Jess and I immediately we like, text each other. Vanya's a poor about... little Ravenclaw, and this is that. Okay, don't spoil it, all right? Just but anyway, I disagree with her being a Ravenclaw. But Ooh, okay, but anyway, later, later anyway, later, later. Anyway, the whole thing is like <laughs> about Umbrella and Ca- Academy. We immediately deep dived into mm-hmm. sorting. Like, I wasn't even finished with the show, and I was like, Jessa, have you watched this? I need to sort with you. But anyway, the whole thing is that we, when there are issues, with the circle jessa is always like it's so hard she has all of these or he has all of these or they have all of these slytherin things but it must be because they are so burned that they have a circle of one and so i and that's like her thing that she always butts against when she finds a character that behaves a lot like a slytherin but like doesn't have like a grounding in like their people. Ooh, she says that's it's a like sad. Slytherin. Yeah, it's a it's a sad and it's a really like messed up Slytherin, like the Slytherin that is, and that's what and that's this why is exactly, Draco gets so sad. Exactly, <laughs> so it's what sad. Rex Draco, and it's to what you were saying earlier is what ultimately ends Voldemort is like his circle is like he has all of these people, but they're he's not loyal to the Death Eaters the way the Death Eaters mm-hmm. are loyal to yeah. him. Like Voldemort and when doesn't he have shows a circle. That they're like. Wow, you you like got me Snape, fucked Malfoy. up. Yeah, yeah like, they're like you are not the person I should have done this to. It, and, and that's why they that, fall. Like Lucius is a mess by the end because the only oh, yeah. one that's there for him is Bellatrix. Yeah, that's literally. But it's the also only and that's because Bellatrix's only circle is Bellatrix and Voldemort. Yeah. So she's oh, like, yeah. 
Oh yeah, sure. but that's something that I feel like you guys didn't say in the starting episode that I was like, ooh, somebody, somebody say this, is that I sometimes feel like Slytherins will hold on a longer time with something that you're like, maybe that's not working, but then when they let go, they let go forever, and it's, they cut that person off. Yeah, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about like breaking up, I guess, But sometimes much, they yeah. can like cling, I think mm-hmm. that that's a problem of dating Slytherins is sometimes if they do like let you in a little bit, they'll be like, they know my vulnerability, I have to cling to them really hard, and it can be a little yeah. much. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Whew. Anyway. Sorry, I knew I was going to start a Back combo with that, it. but I thought it was just something interesting to we talk about. To but really, I kind of talked myself out of it anyway with the whole Gryffindor subservient thing, so. Um, I think that, I think that as a Slytherin, I, I would bend my knee. Yeah. I think I was really associating... The if pride I believe in yeah, not to with Voldemort, the pride. obviously. No, I just mean, no, like, I know what you If meant. I believe in something. No, yeah, no, no, no. If Jon Snow asked yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working. Uh, I've been doing I conflated, it. like, pride of Slytherin versus pride of Gryffindor, and I put the Gryffindor attitude on the Slytherin pride, and that was Yeah, great. no. That, I, I just would, need to talk it out, guys. I just yeah. needed to talk you it would out. Need, you would bend a knee for, like, a greater ambition of everybody reaching this goal. You would do it. I don't know. I would do it. I don't know. And I have to really lie to get it out. <laughs> to wait for wait. I really for have to have a long pro and con list. <laughs> yeah, like well, what I was saying is like you, if you swear allegiance to something, a lot of people think that the ambition is all personal, but it's not always all. Oh, you talking about specifically for Slytherin? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I don't think that. That you're saying like you as into no. me, and I was like I don't know. <laughs> no, I just mean like it's not always yeah. all personal. It's it's clear, and you see it That's- a lot in the books that. A group of people coming to a group of Slytherins coming together to create what they think is going to be the greater good yeah. is something that they all work together for. That was my tail end of my note. Was like they're giving up a piece of themselves for an even bigger power, which is like more yeah. impressive to them. Yeah. I that, not them as in Slytherins, but them as in the Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's where I kind of like logic logic my way into it was like they are fine with giving up some of their power in order for being a part of a much of a bigger power. power yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well which is why when harry returns time three i guess or not it's really like time two like when the harry is dying. proclaimed dead and mm-hmm. then he is shown to be very not dead a lot of the death eaters are like peace out like you, did, you yeah. are not okay. the power i thought you were yeah well um, and even like very early on narcissa i know she doesn't have the mark but she like betrays him very quietly very early oh. because narcissa's yeah. circle is she lucius him actually, it's three people it's yeah. lucius she betrays and him actually a couple different times she's like i don't trust voldemort i need snape on my side second of all i'm she like i don't think Nar- i don't think voldemort's in narcissa's circle i think Nar- that's why she doesn't have a mark yeah <laughs> not, no no <laughs> that's true she, this is why i was saying it's more interesting she keeps putting her her like, next week honey i'll do it next week Narcissa I'm so is busy like with church. My circle is mainly Draco and Lucius, and sometimes my sister Bellatrix. But like, but really, I, I, could, I could cut her. <laughs> I would cut her if need be, and honestly, I would cut Lucius. Like she's like. Well, she does. No, she doesn't. She does at the end. I think a little bit where she like. I think, I think chooses. That she doesn't know if Lucius has cut. Yeah, Voldemort. I think, Draco is number one. I think on circle. for Draco, she uh, would cut. Everybody. But I think the she's reason she's. 
But I think the reason she is... I love is, her, actually. I love Cersei the best. <laughs> I think the reason... I just We just watched the Red Keep episode where she just gets drunk and talks to Sansa. And it's, like, my favorite episode. But I think the reason Narcissa originally sticks with this whole Voldemort idea is because her circle is Lucius. And, and then, he does. And he mm-hmm. does. And then once Draco is born, it becomes yeah. Draco circle of... And I think she grew up probably in that mindset. Yes. No, I don't yeah. think it's a reach yeah. for her to join right. them, but I don't think she would go... I'm gonna I go think it's more like... I think she would operate like more like a family. Parkinson. Yeah. Parkinson oh, I was going to say like in Sirius's family, like... His parents. Yes, yes. But I mean, Regulus joins up early, so it's but like... his it's parents weird, are like, we're proud of baby. you. Like, that's great. Like, I think yeah. that's how Narcissus's family is like, we're proud you, of people we, that are doing that. Like, yes. that's very good on you guys. Yeah, I don't think... I think if she married someone else, her journey could be yeah. a but lot. But I don't think because different. she's a female. If she was a male, she probably would have had that mark. I think he's sexist. I don't think he's sexist. I... Why is that hard to believe? It, you don't it's, think Baltimore sexist? I think... I think he's like, Bellatrix is okay. It's she's like, made herself she's in, she's in the boy. Enough. She's in the boys club. She's, she's anybody. And, yeah. And she's, Although they don't really accept and her. And I think... I mean, there are other... There are like very few other women there. Maybe Bellatrix is like, we don't need... Like, maybe she's complicit. Maybe she's like... Women don't need to be And part he of talks this. down to her in the fifth one, although she like fucked up, so. But yeah. what I'm saying though, like, I I, 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 I have always bad. thought I'm he not, was sexist. I'm not like anti life. him being sexist. I just don't know where our proof is that, that he's, she's the only one. Yeah, that she's the only one or that he's sexist. Like No, that's why he's sexist. Because she's the only yeah. one. She's the only yeah. one. It's like a it's like a oh, but I'm I'm friends with this one black person and they're okay but you know I say other stuff when I'm with all my white friends and you're like Jesus Christ yes you're but a that's, bad that's person. a different level of racism like I feel like if you're like a part of the KKK you don't have that black friend you know what I'm saying I also don't know if like I Harry know. Potter I just have always is like thought that she was sexist. like she's like operating on a lot of things and like I feel like she's not putting gender into a lot of things right that's what I'm saying I don't, I don't think I mean, JK Rowling's she, making a gender that's true. I mean, he commentary. says like any of her stuff. So that's I why I I'm like I just don't know where the proof is. Like I believe that Voldemort could be a. And like, I think we're just saying the proof is like the fact that it's absent. Yeah. Well, and it also that females are absent, and it also the, feels yes. very much of like, but not actively. You know, yes. Hitler's Third Reich wasn't explicitly sexist. There just were no women in power positions because not including women was such a part of the culture that they didn't even talk about that explicitly. They just weren't included. They just weren't. Yeah. When he died in the 80s, women were, like, not even really there. Am I right? Okay. Malfoy. Um, I thought it was sly of him. Sorry, I'm just moving swiftly. Let's oh, move. Okay. I, oh. Yeah. Sorry. We didn't. We, no. I'm just saying we didn't get to my no, question because it wasn't the same oh, what's as your yours. Cue? The like, no, no, no. You're good. Um, Voldemort's just he like wants to be liked and feared. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's same. such an interesting combination same. because you've got Lord leaders, Molly because you've got leaders that are like I would rather be feared than liked. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And I think Voldemort does fall in that what category. What are you saying is that he wants to be liked? What oh, are you basing yeah, that I, on? Oh, I said this note. Like, I'm saying I don't... 
Because I think he mostly just wants to be feared. He mostly wants to be feared, but he, when, oh, I know what I'm saying this too. It's like, he wants to be their circle. He wants to be in. He wants them to look up to him? Well, he wants that, he wants to be in their circle. That's why I'm like, it's, it's cause he has the skewed version of family. I know. What are you saying? He's like so offended that. They didn't come looking for him? Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's like, because his, he's... All of yeah. his actions are, I'm going to rule through fear. His inner self is still, like, wanting love. He wants people to look after him, to care about him in a way beyond what they do, and they never will because he doesn't love anybody. Oh, no, I, I think I don't that makes... think he actively wants to be liked. No, I, I think don't think inner he... he wants to He be wants liked. to be loved, but I don't think he wants to be liked. And yeah. the want to be loved is never going to be made explicit because right. he he can yeah. never allow himself oh, to do Oh, that. I agree, and I, I don't think I was saying this Woo! from the point of view of, like, he said that explicitly. I just think, like, his, like, his hurt at them is, like, a... Hey, I was supposed to be your powerful leader. Like, why would you do that? But I think that's about fear. Right. That that's that's yeah. that's what I, I was doing. A, but not I was, about life. I was about to set up a. Sorry. A, no, it's okay. I was saying like I do think Jump part down. of it was that power. Um, how dare you um, betray me in terms of like I am supposed to be your leader. Why would you ever betray me? But I also think there's a part of him that is like you were supposed to be my people, and he doesn't. Like I just think he has a intense and I think that's the whole point of Dumbledore later is like he has an intense misunderstanding of like love and devotion and all of that stuff like yeah. equating the two yes yeah his uh, idea, like also his like, idea of love is like a kamikaze plane flying into something it's not normal and he wants people to go to the ends of the earth for him but for I also, some reason because his need for love is so depthless but the wanting them to die for him is fear like, yeah. the way he enacts it is always going to be fear because he has never actually known love. Right, like, the idea that he Not wants people to die for him, yet he's quick with a crucio, is a very weird dichotomy. Yeah, because and it's he's like, a sad boy. And it's, like, it's so opposite of, like, if we're speaking about, you know, megalomaniacs, like, Grindelwald, who uses, like, actual, like love oh, manipulation yeah. he, he fosters a lot of like to he's like, like i see why people love grindelwald that follow him his like that makes sense cool. to me yeah and in he, terms of like from the, a the I way see he it talks about it is very welcoming in a way that voldemort mm-hmm. especially at this moment this is the first time you see him address his followers is not welcoming like why are they with him i yeah, know he yeah. fully like crude like, i was like Okay, I'd rather die, I think. Yeah. But that's me. Griffin Nor- <laughs> <laughs> um, but Griffin Nor- would be like, you misspoke to me one time, peace. Like, but <laughs> even if it was, like, a regime that was um, for a cause that I believed that's in. That's what I'm saying. Gryffindor aren't going to bend the knee. Yeah. yeah like, that's true. And even, like... <laughs> we were just talking start. about that. Even, like, Dumbledore mm. is really nice to Harry, but then when he doesn't talk to him for one year, Harry, like freaks like out fuck you Dumbledore yeah he's like, like even though I respect you I fuck and he you. like yells at him like he uh, has a t- you hurt my feelings the fifth book is so good uh, <laughs> I am it's excited it's so juicy it's juicy okay now go okay Malfoy 
Um, I thought it was, like, the sly of him to be, like, oh, Baltimore, tell us how you, like, came back to life. Like, he's, like, buttering him mm-hmm. up. Oh, like, yeah. He's, oh. like, he knows he fucked up, so he's, like, mm, I'm gonna get him, like, Hold on him. something, like, that he wants it's to like talk about. It's, like, when you're in class and you want the teacher to, like, get off topic so you don't yes. have to talk about or it. you don't get homework. It's, like, if they talk long enough, they're gonna forget to give us homework. Uh, yeah. I mean, a master manipulator. Like, yeah. that kid in class who asked the teacher about their vacation, coming in in the home stretch yeah. and getting us no homework. Um, and then I had a note about Lily because you talked about her earlier and I thought this is what you were going to say but um, he's like oh yeah you're like foolish mother like sacrifice herself I was like was it that foolish because it nearly killed you bitch like well and I also think I'm like doing faces <laughs> like <laughs> and I also think that that moment makes him really angry because it Nobody him. sacrifices themselves for him. But I also think... parents weren't around, and, like, even Dumbledore, who he thought was looking out for him, like, didn't care about like him that much. Like, his mom died instead of taking care of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The preference was Oof. to die. Oof. And his dad, like, booked it reasonably yeah. when you learn a little abandoned. bit more about it. But I think that that's... It, like, makes him extra mad that what stopped him was, like, oh, somebody loved this baby so much. Fuck this baby. I'm so pissed. But, uh, yeah, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like, ooh, and like, that's, like, their difference, you know? Yeah. It's, and like. And he's, like, oh, you thought you could come here with friends? I'll take friends. <clears throat> I'm so angry. Yeah. Oof. And I also think, just in general, Voldemort is scared of things that he doesn't understand, and I think mm-hmm. he, love. yeah, he, I think yeah. he just can't understand yeah, it. He can't get it. Let Let me know if I'm steamrolling. I'm just going through my notes. Like I, I said, I don't have a note till Quirrell. So. That okay. So that's all right. I just said okay. I'll just take mine qu- real quick. It's Go like ahead. how embarrassing for you because he says like then four years ago once oh, again yeah. thwarted. I'm like that's I embarrassing. Said, I did write. Isn't he embarrassed to say all that <laughs> degrading stuff yeah. that he did? That's exactly. He's right. like he's like I crawled and pissed and like you're like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm like ugh, yuck. And then. Quirrell, I always think of him as being like a full Death Eater, but the way he describes it is that he's just wandering around, ripe for possession, like a melon you can just hop right into. He was like open minded to Voldemort, but I don't think he was a follower. We discussed that a little Uh, bit. Yeah, I also think he was like easily manipulated. Like, and that's what it sounds like here. Voldemort's like in his head. Like, oh yeah. Anybody with a weak will, and Quirrell is very weak. Is no. gonna right. get. Right. Also, gonna if we get talk about using rotten. fear as a weapon, Vold. I mean, Quirrell is terrified Did of everything. Did we ever establish Quirrell's house? Uh, uh. I think you looked it up on Potter. On yeah, Pottermore, we it's know Raven it's Ravenclaw. Claw. I thought Ravonclaw. was what happened, okay. but I think we. I think we I argued about it. Yeah. Not in terms of. I don't know if we were I on think the same guys, side. You definitely looked but it we up. We were like, I know that. yeah. I, about I remember it. we talked about it, but. I feel like no house makes sense. Right. <laughs> I, well, but I can't but make an argument. Given for what any we house. learn here, it's like, well, the quirrell that we get already has Voldemort in his head, so he's a little bit off anyway. So we're not even getting like it's the same with Moody. Yeah. Like we don't all get the, the real that we, quirrell, we don't yeah. get the real Moody until we actually meet but the real this, Moody later. But real, but quirrell we get isn't what makes me doubt Ravenclaw. It's quirrell that. Voldemort describes right here that makes me I would doubt say Ravenclaw. the fact that he's like really curious is what would put him in the Ravenclaw house. Yeah. I see I see Ravenclaw like 
I I like I, I don't, don't want to take him you, on, but like I will. I just mean I don't know why you would press back against that. That seems fine. I don't. Um, know. I don't, I don't think seems kind of dumb. That's why he's well. The, it's but the, what's he's dumb about anything that he does? That he's he going, ended up under Voldemort's like thumb, and like I don't think he, that was his intention. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. But it was I don't think out anybody there. intends to be possessed. But I think. Uh, it's obvious you can. Okay, avoid I don't it think if there are a ton to. of Ravenclaws that are. Death Is it eaters? obvious that you can avoid Voldemort possessing? Yes, I, otherwise he would have a, all of the Wizarding world would be his follower. Like I don't no, think possessed. there's possessed. He's he has yes. He can only be in one person. But before oh, I see he what, gets but he, possessed, before he gets he possessed, like, he sorry. He like want. He he's like just in the it. woods. I think he like goes. No. I Does don't he know. go looking for not looking no, for him but specifically? Because Voldemort yeah. says a teacher was in the woods. Yeah. Not I called a guy to meet. Nothing yeah, right. like that. He yeah, says yeah, a yeah. teacher was in the woods. That doesn't mean really it, anything. I thought he it implied to me that to get there was samples for the potion class. He could be like he has reasons to be in the woods that we yeah, don't know like about. Yeah, he's like looking for vampires. Or yeah, something. he's yes, looking but, for a bogger to put in a box. Who the hell knows? I also think we need to think about what position Voldemort is at this time and I don't like he clearly like can't do weak. magic yeah. by himself and, uh-huh. and he can't I think he had to somehow verbally manipulate Cor- I always see their relationship as they met and Voldemort talked his oh, way really? into Quirrell being on because his side. Because he's not in his head the whole time yeah. in the books. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. He doesn't come into I, his head I straight later. up thought just the way that it was described in here that it would be like I'm walking in the woods and like a buffy cold opening, my eyes go white because I like tripped on something. My eyes go white. I don't think he's power enough to do that. Yes, and when he does. He describes it as a possession. A possession is not later he possesses. This possession is when he goes into the. onto the head. Ew, it's weird that you would just go into the woods and a little like spirit would be like. Right, that's why (laughs) I bump on the. Ravenclaw and the fact, like, he would be manipulated by But maybe that? he's curious about a voice in the woods. Well, that's... I'm that's sure Voldemort doesn't say, it's me, Lord Voldemort. Like, how the dumb curiosity, would that be? The curiosity in the first place is what makes me think, like, okay, I can see Ravenclaw's, like, curiosity. Like, I want to understand, like, this person, like, what's happening. Or even, like, I want to understand Voldemort, like, curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But him being, like manipulated even like later when he's like talking to him doesn't mm-hmm. seem as much Ravenclaw like I don't even know it doesn't I don't associate with any house like I don't know what that I is. I think you hit it just now and I got it when you said fascinated by Voldemort as a whole because yeah. I think it's sort of like that um I hate to bring he's up certainly this, scared of this reference yeah. this reference but like a um uh, the same way we were talking about how it say? makes it yucky to, like, be fascinated by it. Um, that, like, Harley Quinn Joker thing where it's, like, she starts out as this, like... Oh, she's the psychologist. She, she she's falls in love with the, And maybe Quirrell thought, oh, I'm smart. I'm yeah, smarter than this. I, can, I, I won't be manipulated. Right. I yeah. won't be manipulated. That, that makes sense. That and was, I, think I could see that as that is a, That is a way that you could manipulate I a person who, who believes mm-hmm. in their own intelligence will sometimes think, like... Like, too much. I'm not susceptible the to, doc like... Doc Ock is like games. that, too. Doc Ock or is like, pe- I'm smarter than Or, like, or Jeffrey... Or Rick and Rick and Morty has, like, a monologue, even, about being, like, I'm too smart for therapy, and the therapist is like, 
you can use intelligence as a way to hide from your feelings, so that's embarrassing right. for Welcome you. Welcome to my life. Or just justifying, like, oh, I'm Ouch. having this no. conversation because I am curious about it. In that, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm just, this is just for, like, there's this just really great academic show called Killing Eve that's about that, and it's about a woman yeah. who is supposed to be investigating serial killers or, mm-hmm. like, spies, mm-hmm. and she um, is so obsessed, and people are like, you're, like, obsessed with them, like, come yeah. on. Yeah, you've been, yeah. You, you've crossed over to the other side, but anyway. Y'all have told me a random because it does actually like say that. it on his Wikipedia, but I, I fully buy it. That and makes sense. Hannibal is also like that, where he's like, oh, I'm profiling a serial killer. I'm too into it. Yes. yes. I need to stop. Um, this, um, I but was I just, just think, think, like, he wanders into the woods. I was like, I always think of him as being a death eater from the beginning, but uh, I'm not sure if that's true. I know. I it's don't think not. So. I think yeah. it happened I think then. we talked about that in the first book a little bit. This hand, we didn't really talk about the hand. Seraphina did a little bit. Yeah, but, like, the this... cool biometric silver hand? Yes, you did a little bit, but I, and not in terms of the payoff of that later and the line that jk rowling sets here which is may your loyalty never falter again or waver again which is so much like cool mm. it's a great line for Seeds both Seeds are being yes it's a great line for voldemort and it's a great line for jk I rowling a, i have a little cartoon to share with you guys when we're done <laughs> It, we need to post I that. I drew a little picture of Voldemort, and I was like, Is he's that saying... He looks like an alien. Yeah, I chilled in the woods being rats for a few years, but I still demand everyone's respect. <laughs> I like that he's wearing a hoodie. It's the only way I could draw a robe. <laughs> oh, sorry. I did think it was a hoodie. I thought that was funnier. <laughs> it is funny. I also made his... Putting his wand to his ear, and I'm not sure why I did that. Again, I wrote these like two I bought weeks that. ago. Do you think he and Nagini met when he was occupying a snake? I have the question. They just chilling. They talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I Nagini and he's like, cues. can I can I possess you? And she's like, sorry, I have a soul in here. And he's like, wowzers, what's your deal? <laughs> well, so I said like Nagini Hughes. When did they meet? Because in the last thirteen years, because it doesn't make sense that he would have met her before, and like they were still chilling because he's been um, possessing snakes to stay alive, so he would have just straight up possessed her and like killed her right. off. So he must have met her like at the tail end, or like mm-hmm. I don't know. And I res- I don't love that like we're getting this Nagini thing in Grindelwald because like I don't think it's gonna clear things up the, for us. The only thing that I don't that makes me mad about it is that when I watched it, they didn't give her enough screen time. So she revealed well, I think she's going to be in more. I hope to God. I assume She does have this one line that's actually super interesting where they're in um, Grindelwald's speech mm-hmm. and she's there with, what's his name? Crap. Theseus? No. Newt? The, Newt? No, her boyfriend. Oh, um, oh what's his name? Jacob. What? Uh, oh, Credence. Credence. Oh, Leviticus. <laughs> no, no, no. Good it's Lord. not. It's it's before she's even met those other people. She's yeah. just with there with Credence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says to him, "We have to leave. They kill things like us." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This, if this character had been given an a more like." meaty screen time this character could be 
good. I definitely think she's going to be in the more series. Yes. And I, I think will, she's going to be more in. I, I'm just like, I wanted, I heard that and I was, I was hoping that there would be more to it than that. So I could be like, oh, there's more to it than just that. But it turned out that she really only got like three minutes of screen time, and I was annoyed. I will say that happened in editing. Stuff. So uh, there's just, like just now, scenes, yeah. just yeah. now, Ooh, a lot no, of things what? came out where people like are five extra people minutes are mal, mad now. They're mad because they're mad they, now. They well, they were mad before because she had such little screen no. time, but now yeah. they're like. You cut all of the like juicy stuff with Nikki out. Well, that's out. the editor. That's not right. Well, whatever. Like, but right. there are Rowling does have some. But I'm just saying, if you want cuts, some more of that, I'm excited. I'm, I'm to excited see to, that. I haven't bought the movie. I just so mean I'm, just I'm like to... that character arc of seeing where she was. I was like, oh, I could see if you were a mistreated circus performer, how that storyline and Voldemort's storyline of not having anybody mm-hmm. to be there for him. Oh, yeah. If Credence, in some way, like, he does betray her, and then if it keeps going down that path, I could see those two storylines aligning and then being compatible as friends because they have a similar upbringing. It makes well, sense for that, not an but, upbringing, but it's honestly, it's the timelines that really bother me. I'm like, it doesn't do match up yeah. properly. I mean, I don't know yet, but... This is interesting to me though when I was thinking about this in terms of the context of that and one I think she becomes one of those Slytherins we were talking about before where she becomes a Slytherin with a circle of one which messes her up yeah. so that you know yeah the, and the Credence Credence has a circle well, of one and once he well that and then her circle of one her, becomes yeah. herself and then like a, but she must be enamored with Voldemort too that's what I well that's what oh, I'm saying okay, is okay. that she like meets Voldemort in a time where she's been like I'm alone I have no one to like and then it just mm-hmm. yeah. she just latches on to Voldemort well and I also feel like I heard some things where people were saying oh maybe there will be like a storyline where Grindelwald takes her under his wing but I was like you see no that Grindelwald way. has a strong like mistreatment like the chupacabra, he mm-hmm. just throws out the window. She's not interested in him at all. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Somebody yeah. was putting that forward as, like, how Voldemort gets that she must be, like, a pet of Grindelwald. And I was like, I don't think Grindelwald cares no. about his pets enough to leave them alive. And she doesn't want to be a near Grindelwald. And when, yeah. and when he throws the chupacabra out the window, you see that even though he talks to his followers all nice and stuff, he, he treats them like animals, and he'll discard them if he wants to. And it's a very, yeah. like, telling moment. So it's like, no, she's not going to be his pet. Jesus Christ. Yes. But I, um, but all that to say, I think this made me think more about, like, her being stuck as this animal and Voldemort being stuck as this snake because he, mm-hmm. yeah. That they may all, have found a kinship. Yeah. Like, that was, like, an interesting thing to think mm-hmm. about from here. And I don't really want to give... <laughs> credence to the addition uh, of Nagini as a woman but I right. but I was like it was an interesting thing to think about in this specific chapter mm-hmm. I will yeah. say yeah. um I think right before that I just had a note about um Bertha Jorkins yeah I was Ooh. like pour one out for Bertha why why did Wormtail like want to bring her in the first place like he must, he must have known her from school because Sirius knew her from school. So, like, was he kind of, like, trying to get with that? Oh, no, no, no. I thought he was bringing her there to, like, Voldemort was going to possess her. That but was the I, But he hasn't even hooked up with Voldemort yet, so how would he argue, Voldemort like, ha- gives an excuse for why he couldn't possess 
Wormtail. I don't. He does, but he. But what I'm saying is like he sees Bertha Jorkins before he sees Voldemort. I. So like, how would he even know? Like, oh, this is a good idea to bring Bertha Jorkins Uh, the first time I meet. I thought it, it implied that he brings Bertha to meet Voldemort after Voldemort has already tried, like. Possessing to him. possess that's him. Nope, nope, that's nope. what I assume. Okay, so we for, for hungry one night on the edge of the very forest where he had hoped to find me, he foolishly stopped at an inn for some food. And who should he meet there but one Bertha Jerkins, a witch from the ministry? He has not Wait, found. Keep, keep going. Now he, see the way fate fa- favors Lord of Voldemort. This might have been the end of Wormtail and my last hope for regeneration, but Wormtail displaying a presence of mind I would have never expected from him convinced Bertha Jorkins to accompany him on a nighttime stroll. He overpowered her. That makes me really... Rapey. It, mm. Yeah. He Maybe brought her rapey. to me. Yeah. <coughs> he brought her to me and Bertha Jorkins, who might have ruined all, proved and said to be a gift beyond my wildest dreams, for with a little persuasion she became a veritable mine of information. But my point is, How even is, before why is that, he, why is he, doing he that? has not met Voldemort yet. He says where he had hoped to find me. He has not found Voldemort oh, yet. Oh, see, that's interesting. Because yeah, it's, why it's is he going to do that? It's weird yeah. also because he, he knows to find... I assumed that was because it was like he didn't know where he was going to be able to find Voldemort <coughs> next. Because why would he be looking for Voldemort in the woods at that specific place? He knows from the rats where he is. He knows where Voldemort is. Well, from the rats. Okay, and he's like so on the he knows edge where he, of the town okay. where Voldemort is. So he, but he knows Voldemort is going to be there. Maybe right, he's he just knows he's nearby. But if he hasn't seen his master, but he heard from the rats that. He this needs thing possession. Is getting inside yeah. them and then they die. I don't know. That's true. I, I think he doesn't know what Voldemort is going to be like, but he's going to bring a sacrificial lamb regardless. I think maybe if anything, it's like a buffer, but like it's weird. I I think it's, it is a little weird. I don't know why he was like, oh, here's somebody I know from high school. Let's bring her with me the first time I see my master in thirteen oh, yeah, years. Yeah, I. But I think it. I always assumed it was something like what we do in the shadows, where at the beginning the familiar brings like her ex boyfriend and like a girl she didn't really like to the house for the vault for the vampire. Yeah, I think it's and then she like, like don't kill me, she's kill like, her. Like, yeah, I also. Yeah, I mean, or like, I, I brought you a that. present think, makes it like smooths yeah, it over. I think that makes more sense. It's just kind of like or a distraction. He, clearly, even. he wasn't like, oh, I know this is gonna be great for his greater plan. Like, I don't think that. Yes, and at I think all. I I think if we're looking at it from the other end, from what you were originally thinking, Molly, is that I think here is this guy who he went looking for Voldemort. Voldemort was supposed to be there. He didn't find him. And we know Wormtail, like, needs someone to, like, serve or to be protected by. But but, no, wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 Let me finish. Go ahead. So I think that the thing about Wormtail is in this moment, I think, you know, he was a part of the Marauders at some point. Like, I think Bertha Jorkins is, like, a face of familiarity, Mm. I and I and not and not in a way that I think he's being nice to her because I do think like I don't know what was going on in that woods but I do not think it was great. I just think I don't know. I don't okay. know. I think the key is actually in what Voldemort says. So he says exhibiting so that could have been the end of Wormtail. So Bertha Jorkins is seeing somebody who everybody thinks is dead. And he says Voldemort says that could have been like Bertha could have oh, like yeah, done something to him. 
He manages exhibiting a presence of mind. Oh, he yeah. manages to get her to leave. I don't think he's thinking I'm taking her to Voldemort. I think he's like, I know that there's a cave. So if I kill her in the cave, regardless of whether or not Voldemort is in there, I can hide the body because she knows who I am. So this and might have been problem. the end of Wormtail, as in like she might have turned Wormtail in, and he might never yeah. have yes. gotten to me. Yes, I think that that's right. That's she. You're oh, you're so right. Snaps She's going therapy, to kill though. her. He's just gonna kill her. He, oh, but he yeah. goes with her because he overpowers her. He he brings her to Voldemort. First. Oh, overpowers is really disgusting. It does yeah. sound rapey. It does sound rapey. But no, but that makes But I think he just wants to normal he kill just her. just wants to kill her because and she saw Voldemort him. And then Voldemort says, wait, 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 before we normal kill her. Because she's a gossip. Oh, that, yeah. that, great job, that's Sarah great Fina. job. Snaps to Seraph. Ten points we to went, Slytherin. We went off, but we, we made it back. Well, I, I mean, it's a, confu- it's a confusing thing. It's a thing. confusing, and he says it in a confusing way, I think, too. Yeah. It's not like... Like, when he's saying, like, exhibited the presence of mind, he, like, puts a very, like, fancy way of saying, she works for the ministry and she's a big gossip, so Wormtail thought he might die, but he managed to get her outside so that he could kill her in my cave. But before he killed her, we decided to torture her some first. Yeah. Pour one out. Poor Bertha. But I also think this whole Bertha interaction does prove that the... Mind control definitely has its limits. Like, you can't just... He can't just possess people and force them to do things because I think then their mind becomes mush. If he had tried to... Um, well, I Well, think, that's part of what I was saying. I, think Quirrell, he, I was like, the Quirrell that we see is, like, fucked up. I think he would have possessed yeah. Bertha, but he... Her information was going to be more valuable How, yeah, than, than her. Than possessing than her. Than possessing her. And and then they made this plan, and this plan is bananas. That's okay. So my next note is so extra and elaborate. So I'm at the whole World Cup thing, and mm-hmm. like, okay, we can't do the World Cup, even though that makes the most sense. Um, we're gonna do the Tri Wizard tournament. I'm like, so extra. All that could have happened was Moody Crouch could have turned. I've already said this. He could have turned like a hairbrush into a porky and been like, oh Harry, can you hand that to me? Boom. That's all he had to do. He could have been the like, drama. <laughs> Look, he's a serial killer. He well, needs the drama. He needs the plan. And he needs it to be a plan that's well, bigger than a hairbrush. Wait a minute. And let's all remember, he has to buy a cauldron. He has to buy a <laughs> rope. They have to brew a potion. They have to recover his wand. Like, he has things he has to do. Like, that's an afternoons of errands. My my note is it's so funny to imagine that if Frank had looked in the chair in chapter one, he would have seen that twisted little baby. He did see it, I think. Uh, well, yeah, because he freaks out about yeah. what he sees. But I just mean like I think that they make the plan because Voldemort has to like, like now he finally has Wormtail to do stuff for him. He wants a couple of things done before he, he puts on out. the show. No, yeah, I think it's he gets, all about the he show. He gets the curtains. They travel to the place. He opens the curtains. He does say he can't he travel. Like, he's too gap. weak to travel, and like he needs to be at the graveyard for this to happen. So I think that's part of it. But I think it takes them he's time also to get there. at the graveyard. No. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. For Molly? listeners, Molly just snapped. She's flipping her hair. Oh, I am ready. Go, Molly. Okay, so he says that he can't do, he can't kidnap Harry at the Quidditch World Cup because he's too weak to travel, but he's already at the house 
because Harry has the dream of Frank at the house before the Quidditch World Cup. So he's already there. And so Whoa. bitch could have kidnapped him at the Quidditch World Cup and would have not had to do all of this he bullshit. Wants, he wants the play. No, this is what no I but he says, he says he can't do it because he can't travel, but he's already traveled there. But, okay, but he can't. He could have sent Wormtail to go get him. It would have been so easy to just disapparate. Because you can apparate and disapparate where the Quidditch World Cup is. Apparate, disapparate, got him, cool, good, done. Well, I don't know what, what do you mean? Like. Okay. So oh, he says. I do have, I I'm know too what I'm going to travel. Mm-hmm. So I can't, so I'm assuming that means he can't get to the graveyard where his dad's bone is, which is yeah. like ingredient number one. He already has Wormtail, which is ingredient number two. So all he needs to do is say, is Wormtail, go apparate to the Quidditch World Cup, or, grab Harry, disapparate. Or BCJ, go there. He hasn't gotten BCJ. He has not gotten him yet. He gets him at the World Cup. I th- no, he well gets then, him later. Well then, after. Isn't at that? Crouch's house. I, sorry, um... Well, then that's what post, they're looking for. Post-World Cup they is what I mean. They don't need him, though, if they literally just, if Peter was just like, I'm going to go nab Harry at the Quidditch World Cup and be out. Well, I will tell you why. It's because it. Peter can't function as a normal wizard and no. do that. No. <laughs> that's true, though. Here's the reason why. He describes what's going to happen after Harry is dead. And I think it's actually in the next chapter, but I'm going to bring it up now. Do it. So, Sometimes, Recall the banished giants. Sometimes when I'm at work and I want people to get something, I'll be like, describe your perfect thing. So his perfect scenario is that he has dead Harry and he apparates onto the Quidditch pitch, fully berobed in front of everybody. When they have a chance to get him at the Quidditch World Cup, Dumbledore is not there. All of the people he wants to see him coming back aren't there. I don't think he ever says that. No, he does. He, like, paints a picture of, like, after you die, I'm going to show myself to the world. That's my plan. Mm. I think he, I, I think don't it's, think he it, ever says that. I don't I think, think he explicitly says, I come be robed. But he <laughs> says, no, I don't think he says no, he's he going to come back to the castle. No, he says, after the duel, I will reveal myself. I, I want she, people it, to know I'm back. And I want it to be chaos, and I want it to be fucked up. I do, I, I do think, though, even if he doesn't say that, he definitely, like, especially we know from the seventh one, that he like does the, want to... But the he, part he know, goes back. But we know from the fifth one mm-hmm. that... He wants it to be quiet. Dumbledore even says, like, you mess up his plans. Like, this was supposed to be secret. Like, him getting the giants, him getting the Dementors. Like, these are supposed to be secret Secret things. Like, they're not supposed to be... People aren't supposed to know that Voldemort's back. And Harry's a hiccup in the fact that he let Dumbledore know that he's back. Like, Voldemort doesn't Why want Dumbledore... Why would he make the port key go back if nobody was he doesn't. going back? Voldemort doesn't. We, I'm going to talk about this in the next chapter. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ghost people, and I also think it's maybe an inconsistency that the oh, port okay. key, like, is... But double. I always assumed that it was honestly just for Max drama. He wasn't going to go back because he wants it to be a secret. Yeah, he does want to... He wants to surprise attack everyone else. Well, like, he, he needs to gather. The president. He wants to, like, slowly build power and then all of a sudden be like, I'm the king of the world. Right. But I think a surprise attack, yeah. I mean, like, against, like, Dumbledore, his, like, yeah. adversary. Like, but, um... He's not my assumption coming. was always that he was planning on, like, going back. 
What I'm is like that based on? Ninety-five percent that sure that's not right. I'm just gonna. Maybe it's based on. Maybe you came up with that theory because it goes because back. it goes back, and I thought that that was like, oh, he must like want to reveal himself. I Otherwise, have always no had an reason. issue with the and because the he does reveal him in the seventh one. Like it's not like that's like not in a realm of something that Harry wants to do. I, I mean that Voldemort wants, but to he's do. already established. No, exactly. No, no, no. For no, some I'm, reason, I have it in my head that he is planning on. Going back, revealing himself, and then disappearing. And I don't know what I have that from, and I I don't even know how to look that up. I mean, I'm, I'm almost positive that's not said in the books. But I do Maybe think right. he... I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier. I'm happy to go back on that once we read it, but I'm I'm almost positive. I'm just I'm I don't know. This is like a strong thought in me, so I'm, cur- I'm I, curious I, to where it. Came I from. understand you completely because I have this, but yeah, you know, I you just, just you just feel that. But way. I also just as equally feel like that's not true. You have an emotion. <laughs> just like okay, about the ritual, the duel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I do think I think it does like why he needs all of this this fanfare. This yeah. fanfare is like I think for Voldemort Voldemort <laughs> for Voldemort the plan is a part of it. It's just like too juicy to do it with this tournament with it's like it's not enough. Like if he if he's it's, like it's I took juicy. him in the World Cup and that's what I did, and I used like like it's I like can't, I don't even know how to look this. Up. I don't I don't I I'm looking through the chat. But it's just not. It's not this enough. is my thought. If you guys run up on it, cool. Yeah. If you run, if you don't run tweet up on at it, us. just shout me out in that episode and be like, you're wrong. Or and that's tweet okay. at us that Seraphina's right. Yeah, tweet, and you can find tweet those at receipts. me too. Find those receipts. Find them. Find them. Shout at me. I shout just I don't I could see maybe. And I don't, I, again, I don't think this is in the book, but I could see him being, like, putting Harry back on the port key. And yeah, like, like, oh, look, corpse. he's dead. But, like, you don't ever see Voldemort. So that it's, like, ah, like, people freak out. But I, I think that, I, well, I know that he wants his plan to be secret because, like, we do hear that in the next book that, like, it's supposed to be a secret plan. I oh, think Sirius I mean, is the one that says I that. mean... Everybody knows Harry messed up the plan by not dying, okay? But no, like, not just that, but messed <laughs> but, up it by alerting Dumbledore. Yeah, no, he told everybody. Immediately. And, and like, very explicitly. And, and Voldemort didn't want anyone to know because he's, like, trying to collect all these followers in secret. So that's why it wouldn't make sense for him to show up on the Quidditch pitch. Harry, d- dead Harry on the Quidditch pitch would make sense, but... I do think he... Regardless, he wants to so panic. I don't even know where we started to get to here. Me neither. Really oh, it was out. it was why wouldn't he do it on the why wouldn't he do it at the World Cup? Oh, and yeah. so it, it, then oh, he can. Yeah. And I might hair flip because he could have. I mean, he could have, but I I do think it's about. Also, Peter would not well, have been able to. And the other get thing it. is, it's, I think it's too much reliance on Peter. Is yeah, really I, why. maybe he doesn't like, really I think rely he, on Peter. I think he gets. They he's haven't in, gotten He's BCG empowered yet. by Barty Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his he's real... He's like, oh, thank yeah. God. He doesn't yeah. trust Peter. Because if he messes this up... Like, he also... It's more like, I don't travel well. And it's also like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> well, okay. I don't travel. Okay. Same, I don't travel well. I don't travel. I'm a stressful traveler. Okay, I have an interesting question. Chapter one. 
of this book mm-hmm. with Frank oh, Price. Frank Price might. Harry has it as a dream. Oh no. It's more than just a dream. Could it be in the future? Mm. Wait, no. Because it's right before... Frank Bryce is already dead. Yeah. Because Dumbledore knows that Frank Bryce is dead. Okay. Yeah. And Bertha's missing for a long time. Although that could have been one of That could have been... I just meant like a couple weeks in the future. I mean like eight months in the future. Um, Well, yeah. I'm only basing that on the fact that Dumbledore knows Frank is dead. And also like... Yeah... And it's before the timeline. It's before the Triwizard yeah. Cup, because he says like he's talking yeah. about the future with the Triwizard Cup. So it's pre-Triwizard yeah. Cup. Yeah, it'd still be like a day in the future. Well, even so, it wouldn't matter, I guess. In terms of he could have still. Traveled. In terms of like the effects. Yeah, but I sure, mean, it could have been. But I, I think most what we are assuming is that his visions are like concurrent. I think because it definitely is with Arthur. Yeah, that's explicitly at the same time. I just mean they don't have to be. And, like, the goblin thing, mm-hmm. that's, like, concurrent. Like, I think all the of ones the ones that, that we the know ones of that he are really concurrent. acts on are concurrent. So, and the yeah. Draco things in Seven are, like, or not Draco things. Just, like, we're his different... <laughs> what? Does he have to... Wait, what? I, I don't think I missed something. I don't think I he think... dreams of... Dream- no, not dreams of Draco. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what are like you saying? when Harry can see. Isn't there that scene where Harry can see like Draco killing someone or crucioing, torturing someone in Seven? Am I making that up? Through Voldemort's eyes. It's like just a nut. It's like in a list of things that Harry is going through with his. Oh, you're talking about no. the uh, the teacher. I yes. think that's not a Harry thing. That's not though. in oh, Harry's point of view. That's oh. one of the but few I, okay. chapters. That I thought you were really going out the deep end, but I know it's No, no, no. I, I just had a. I thought that you were talking about that scene that they add into the movie where you see like a gauzy Draco in a sink. And he's like, oh, no, that's, that's, that's in six. That's with Moaning Myrtle. That's that's right that before happens. Sept Decembra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before Harry but comes in. But that's in a gauzy vision you know what for some I know what you're reason. talking about, but I don't think that's no, a dream. Okay, never mind Harry then. doesn't know that that happened. That's one of yeah. the few chapters that's not in his point of view. Yeah, yeah I forget that because and chapter so one, few. Even know, though yeah, it's revealed to be something exactly that, that Harry sees is also not in his point of view. I think you were talking about something like straight up in like the middle of the book and I was like, no. I know. No, no, no. I was I was like, this is a very simple, like, but close to canon fan fiction that you read no. and you that is not based in fan <laughs> fiction i like that all. we both is no i can that's why i started laughing because you're both like no and i was like this is not fan fiction for, for the, the listeners time. when it happened molly like rested her head on her hand like go on please if it was fan fiction i wouldn't have been as i was ready like, to hear what to, i wouldn't have been as cautious about signing it i feel like if it was fan fiction i would have been like yeah you no. know that scene where harry's having Charity that dream Babbage. about like and it's exactly this this it's this, like in their muggle studies class yeah like no but um yeah it was and uh, but I Draco do think... rises out of a cauldron and he turns around and he says, rope me. Guess what you can see? <laughs> and he saw his penis. He saw ah! his penis! Oh, don't ruin tricks. Okay. My last note is also he's so proud of himself for like capturing a child. He's like, look, I got Harry Potter. And it's like, 
cool, bro. He's oh, 13. My God. Yeah, no. Well, that's what I think I was saying either last chapter or earlier this chapter where it's like he's so excited about needing to prove that oh, he's yeah. better this than duel, Harry. This duel is a dumb idea. But like either, yeah, either way, why are you like, I did it. I beat a 14 year old. Me. Respect me. It's like, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> like, yeah. you should have done it where there's not a duel involved. <laughs> I think the, these are the moments like, where I think watch that... Watch me kill him. I think these are the moments where I think the pride becomes a little bit buffoonish. Yes. This is This is a, this, this, it's Draco definitely has a couple moments where his oh. pride makes him look like a idiot draco is a mess so we like i we can't go into the buffoonish things draco. he's like i can just walk up to a hippogriff everything's fine oopsie doodle <laughs> i went new zealand i don't i feel like that's like fine like i don't think that's like impossible him being like you stupid brute to the hippogriff yeah, but I just mean, like, Hagrid is, like, you have to be very careful with these animals. And he, like, just runs up to but one, like, But he doesn't respect ass. Hagrid. So I think that, like, I think it, like... No, I just mean his pride to show off in front of everybody. He's like, Harry shows off? I can show off. What a dumbass. Yeah, it is. It's, like, an, it's an ego. He's so... It's, it's ego. A, I just mean it's a buffoonish moment. And then afterwards, he acts like such a, like, whiny, <laughs> annoying person... That it's like, you did all that and then you acted like that. Are you serious? Oh, he's such a little shit. Oh, God. My precious baby. But, um... (laughs) um, Final notes. Um, yeah. The duel is dumb. I feel like Scott Eagle from Austin Powers. I said, plan all you want, Voldemort, but you can never plan on a Gryffindor. Like, you dumb. Oh, I had more Nagini stuff. Okay. Okay. Okay, so my Nagini thing is, do you think any Venom... So this is, like, really going on Crimes of Grindelwald, so just go with me. I know a lot of people don't think it's I'm canon, and we don't even really consider it canon. But, like... I'm in the do train. You, if we believe J.K. Rowling when she says she's always planned for Nagini to be a maledictus, okay. do you think any Venom from a snake would have... That is, Nagini's type of snake would have worked, or does it have to be, like, a maledictus where there's, like, a human part of it for like this this spell to work i always thought i always thought even when before she said that i was like nagini is different nagini is special yeah so that that's what makes me think the magic yeah and it makes and i i do it's oh it supports that it supports it because i do think it's interesting i do think okay i know that jk rowling like does this whole thing like i knew all along i do think that she had like there was something about Nagini that oh, was like notes. more to it than her notes that you can see in seen. documentaries are really extensive, and some of the stuff in Pottermore, like the things that she writes about, are things from her notes, like that that story with um, some of the, uh, gosh, with James and Sirius, where she had yeah. a little story. Yeah. Yes, that's with something Dork. from her notes that she talked about putting into the books, but she, then she of course never did because there wasn't time. I don't obviously think it's as or fleshed out as it is papers. in Grindelwald, but yeah. I do think there was something more to Nagini. Yeah, and it probably there was always it obviously her, started yeah. here because this is our first real Nagini stuff is in the fourth book. So mm-hmm. I I buy it. I don't buy it completely, like, but I buy it. <laughs> I just had a weird sub note, and this I'm sorry to take us on this tangent, but like. In terms of like exploring the world, I really would love a um, 
You know, like the Secret Life of Pets movie. I know it exists. The children's thing. I didn't watch it, but it's like a Secret Life of Pets. I would love to see like the Secret Lives of Animaguses. Like I would love to see like an Animagus talk to like. I mean, we kind of talked about this. Yeah, with with Crookshanks and stuff. But like, don't you want like a Crookshanks um, serious? Oh, a luga a Crookshank serious like little conversation. I would, well, and like the rats. Yes, I was like the yeah, rats, yeah. and then like Voldemort talking to these snakes, and just yeah. like this yeah, is interesting. That's actually really yeah. cool. And I would be. Su- I'm into that. And I'm into like that. what you know, Fantastic Beasts. I know. I want to see some like human some anime anim- animal interaction. Yes. Um, and then I said, um, another solid end to a chapter. Oh, yeah, like, now untie him or tell and give him back. Sorry. Give him back his wand. (laughs) So sorry that went so New Zealand. I don't know what that was. If I tried as hard as I could, I couldn't do a New Zealand accent. (laughs) Points? Or did anyone have a quiz? I didn't have a quiz. No. Okay. We'll just pass on that. No quiz. Okay. Um, I, I thought it was a lot of exposition. Like, I was so tired of them all. I was like, I think it's all important. I don't undervalue it, but I was, like, a little tired. So I only gave yeah. it 45 points. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. You gave That's it more, low. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was low. Yeah. That's what well, I... I think this chapter is very important for the rest of the series. I do too. I was just like, these oh, three give chapters me some action. Like I, I yes. haven't wanted some action. Yes, yes, yes. I gave it. I I would give it like a solid eighty, only from the the standpoint that it like sure. we get. It is like it's one of those chapters that's not as great to read on a reread. Like I don't need six monologues. I'm good. But I think it's only the 12. first time through. Getting access to Voldemort's sure. brain like this is, it's, like... Yeah, it's no. unique and... You need it. Yeah. Especially because he's been so, like, shadowy. Like, in the first one, he only really gets to see him that one time. And then in the second one, it's, yeah. like, dream. And then in the third one, he's not even there. Because right. I guess he's eating rats in the he's woods. Cool. It is extra with a capital did, E, though. Did you have, um, points? I think I gave this one. I'm making it up on the spot, sure. obviously. Um, yeah. I would give it like 65 because I gave the last one 80. Kind of in I think you yeah. could have, I'm not, I mean, sorry, JK, but like you could like, you could trim. There's some trimmings. Like I, I don't, I want it all, but like reading this and knowing like what's about to happen. Like I just, I, it, it makes me very anticipatory the format, for later I want stuff. all of that information, but the format was like a little lacking for me. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, there wasn't another way. Like, I don't think there's another way to do it, but I just wanted, I, get I was you. just kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think you get tired and like, there could have been some trimmings, like the way that they described the, the worm tail thing. I'm like, you could have probably cut down that story to a few, like, less wordy sentences, and we would have understood it better. We also know the action is happening later, so you're, yeah. like, working towards it. Oh, you're like, yeah. Ugh. And if you're Harry, you're, like, tied up, you're, like, do something. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I didn't have a champerette, but I'm going to give both to Voldemort because he, like, was the star of his own show. He's the champion in his own mind. Yes. He's his his own champion. I also, like, I I guess Harry, but, like, Harry didn't didn't do anything. I I actually did think about this one, and Mm. I was going to give it to Lucius for 
worming his way. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Like, as far as championship goes, like, he like, he's like, okay, to stop something really bad from happening, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, you know, ask the teacher to talk about their, their baby so that they, we don't get homework. Like, yeah. he does save some people. I, you get more monologue. And for the reader, he gets you more exposition. Yeah. He buys you some Yeah, exposition. he does. I, he was very sly. I thought he was, like, on point. I I'm going to give it to Vimor. He's given work. He's working. He's given shoulder shimmy. Mm. Who did you give it to? I didn't give it to oh. anyone. Because I, um, I did not prepare for this chapter, obviously. I, I prepared in notes. I just didn't do the extra. And for my rat, but... I did Wormtail. Oh, interesting. Again. Yeah. Because he deserves it again. He's being yeah. really whiny. And he doesn't even deserve... Like, if I had a cool silver biometric hand, I would be like, oh my god, this is so rad. But he's just like, thank you. I was about to pass out. I, I think I would thank him. I would have passed they out think too. they his followers thank him for the privilege but of it's also like being this, accepted into servitude yeah. again all like. the all the sniveling like i just can't deal with wormtail right now and i wish that he would die from blood loss but he's not going to i guess um who are you i'm sorry who? my rat is um lily <laughs> what i mean fuck? my champ is lily so oh sorry oh my god oh, sorry god hey, what the well, well this is the way you say you're like Lily. Yeah, I just meant. I'm sorry, I said Lily like that because I was like Voldemort was talking shit about my girl, and Ow. I think um, it, it, Harry is the boy who lived because Harry is the boy with a mother's love. So who's your rat? Voldemort. Okay. Um, what? next why? <laughs> next week we're doing Priory Incantatum. Um, in Cantatum. Sometimes there's like an R in there, like in Priori some, whatever. I always thought it was... Incantatum is how I say it. But. Shannon Tatum. Um, Harry was, Shannon Tatum. I was going to say the password Priori should be what Shannon. spell does Harry use in the jewel. <laughs> yes. Good. Good one. Oh, I, I would say something like, what does Voldemort try to get Harry to do that he doesn't? It See, has to be like a, two, a this, one word answer. You know nobody... Everybody cares. Everyone does it, Seraphina. They say That's it how out they loud. listen. They throw their wand up. We know. We know what the listeners yeah, want. Yeah, it's me just muttering if into we my were iPhone. Cooler, like. But I if we were cooler as a podcast, I do think it would be like truly password protected? <laughs> well, not truly well, kind of in the sense that it's like, you know, like when there are those like bands that like only have a following if you can figure out where they're like going to be show. and oh, yeah, you know yeah. like that would be our how pod- would you do a pop-up podcast you can't that's you, why you I- don't know unless you're a true fan yeah. you know what website it's just you gonna have to pop email up us on. the password and we'll tell you the location oh and then Boom. you send like yeah. a, a protected vimeo link yeah yeah something like that we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it in post that feels like it would be really hard to get fans <laughs> Okay, people well, like people like a struggle. Um, the ones that matter will come. <laughs> well, Dark Mart. Thank you Good so Lord. much for having me on these two episodes. Oh, it was a pleasure I, I and kid a joy. because I listen to every single episode. Serafina is our biggest fan. Serafina's the only one that wake out the password every week. <laughs> or sometimes when you guys don't bring up like the password, I'm like, okay, well then what was even the point of that? What losers. Okay, stay magical, everybody. Charmed, I'm sure. Bye. Ya boy. It's ya boy. (laughs) It's ya boy. Mischief managed.
Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please... Um, Give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.